0: to the new flesh podcast. My name is Brett Arnold at Brett redacted on Twitter. And that was a song whose name I cannot pronounce because it's Polish or something, something something Polish, something Polish. It was from the mermaid musical horror
1: comedy, horror comedy,
0: weird fucking movie called the lure that we watched for this episode. Uh, I love the Polish club music th- that played throughout that movie. I thought it was a blast. Not a lot
1: of musicals with uh,
0: Polish club music in Yeah, it, it was a rarity. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking about that. We're talking about uh, uh, Hounds of Love. Hounds of Love. Uh, Hulu. We said Netflix is on Hulu. Yes, on Hulu. Um, a lot of people had that on their end of the year list, so we wanted to talk about it and catch yeah. up with it. And we also caught a screening of the new Insidious movie, Insidious, The Last Key, by which the, is in theaters now. Yeah,
1: by the time it comes out. It's like, we did see a screening, but it's out. We saw a screening,
0: one. but it's out. You can go see it. We'll
1: make it the main event. How does that sound? That yeah. could be the, uh, for the for the SEO of the uh, of the show. <laughs>
0: yeah, very important stuff. Yes, 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 yes. Um, uh, what else happened? What else I are you talking about. I also,
1: about? I did also watch the Mike Flanagan. Uh, oh, you no, did watch release. it. Yes, I did. I'm drawing it until uh, I wake. Before I wake. Until I wake.
0: AKA Somnia. Yes.
1: I can, give, I can give a quick rundown, and I just want to say right now that even if you want to wait till next week, I should say we should not dedicate a whole show to it.
0: Ooh. Uh, okay. That's I'm saying. So well, I'll, I'll watch it for next week. Yeah. I'll, really, I'll yeah.
1: give. I'll give you my thoughts,
0: and you see, and you, you give your thoughts next week because. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. And this is a podcast about uh, all things horror and all things tangentially related to horror, as well as uh, whatever Joe and I did this week that we think is worth discussing.
1: Speaking of Joe, my name is Joe Avella. Oh, yeah. At Joe Avella on Twitter, which I ignore, and Joe Avella on Instagram. I'm trying to build my IG brand. Hey, guys, if you go on Instagram, send me, I don't know, a message or start following me on Instagram. We get enough, I don't know, uh, followers or mentions. Maybe we'll start live streaming the podcast. What do you think? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I'm into it. You might have to put pants on, though.
0: <laughs> I was I looked down. I just looked <laughs> down to see if I was not wearing pants when Joe said that. Yeah. I'm wearing pants. All right. Those are Fuck pajama pants. Here. Those don't count. These don't count? Those don't count. Tell that to everyone I went to high school with. They're
1: not pants if you can't leave the house in them.
0: I was the kid who wore a pajama pants to, to school sometimes. Terrible. Synonymous with stoner. Hang, hang your
1: head <laughs> in shame. What are you, a suburban mom? Put some fucking real pants on. <laughs> <laughs> Brett's rocking the Lululemon soon enough <laughs>
0: yeah the, the, they, they're good for my figure
1: uh what what, what was popping this week
0: I don't know uh, I had a short week because we had Monday off and then That's uh, right. and then nobody worked yesterday or right? a Friday yeah Friday I actually had a wedding to go to in New Jersey Jersey so I you know took a train to Newark rented a car in Newark mm-hmm. drove the car 30 minutes somewhere else. Uh, stayed at a very nice hotel. It had the most the funniest sign I've ever seen on it. What's that? It was like this American-looking horse. Yeah. And then it had a sign that said George in quotes. Is like that's a horse's name. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then if you kept reading, it's it said, "Did General George Washington sleep here? Maybe." There you go. And it was like any building could have that sign on it. Yeah, and it would be true. I'm so, sure yeah.
1: most places in in, <laughs> in uh, New England. A founding father has slept in and around. Yeah,
0: it was a, this ridiculous sign that was explaining, like, yeah, there's rumors that he may have been here at one point. So here's a horse. Ridiculous. Crazy. Uh, but really, yeah, had a good, uh, good weekend, good wedding. Glad to be back. The cats are here. They're angry that they're locked in this room. That's
1: no, okay. Peanut butter seems all right. No, Butterscotch. Butterscotch seems like
0: she's fine about it. That cat has too many names to keep track yeah. of. Yo, what Doug, did, I had jury duty on Thursday. Did you? Yeah. You probably legally can't talk about it, but no one listens to this, so tell us about the case. you
1: i gonna talk all about it, Doug. <laughs> so, as everyone probably saw in the news, that we got hit with a it, was, it wasn't a hurricane; it was a it was a snowstorm. bomb
0: cyclone. Is that like is that just what they named it, or is that a, ter- a it's terminology? A, it's a scientific term for what happened. I get the cyclone. It was What's like the a, bomb part? I think the bomb is because it comes out of like nowhere and it's yeah. just like really intense.
1: I, I, did you think it was that bad?
0: As a Chicagoan, right. no. <laughs> yeah, me neither.
1: My wife, every time that it, it snows and everyone's like, the town shuts down, we're like, okay, guys, get real.
0: Yeah, everyone I know from Illinois who lives here is not fazed by it in the least. No way, dude. I mean, it's annoying. It was, it was uh, Chicago-esque weather this week is what it was. Yeah. It was just really, after the snow, which wasn't that bad, the problem is this weekend was just negative wind chill. Which yeah. is, if you're from the suburbs or Chicago, like... Midwest. You know what that is That's every, that's every winter yeah. I should
1: say though that unlike what, what perplexes me about New York City This is a major city that I think might be uh, As far as like longitude or latitude More north than Chicago I'm not sure if that's true okay. But it's probably on the same longitudinal line If those are the ones that go across The point is that I understand when like A city kind of more south gets snow And everyone fucking freaks out Because they're not prepared for it like
0: it was snowing in Tallahassee
1: yeah, so if like they're like it's like bumper cars out there, you're like, well, yeah, they don't have fucking. I think there's a salt truck in Tallahassee. Get real. But yeah. in New York, there's no fucking excuse for how much of a shit show the city becomes when it snows. I have I've not seen one plowed street in Manhattan. <laughs> it all clearly is just like padded down from driving. Yeah. Every car is just like the car, the, the snows. can push the aside. So if you parked on the street, it's like it's it's just like your your door is frozen shut
0: or whatever. I'm really glad we rented the car in Newark, hun. Right? Yeah. Instead of here. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you know been a what I mean? Nightmare.
1: And I'm just walking around like, you guys know, it's like the, the, none of the steps on the subway, excuse me, so no, no subway steps are, are shoveled. Oh, yeah. Are no. you fucking kidding me? Like, every single person has to use a subway to get around. So everyone's walking up and down these, like, caked in ice fucking uh, steps. And you think, guys. It snows in New York City. We are aware of this, right? Get some fucking salt trucks. Get some plows. What the fuck's going on? And why do the subways run so slow? They're underground.
0: Yeah, I don't know that part. That it's part it's insanity. So, <laughs> so what I don't like about being in
1: New York when it snows, isn't so much the snow is that the, the town. You think you were in Los Angeles. People are like, what's this shit falling from this? Oh, it's going to snow. What do we do? What do you mean, what do we do? And yeah. it's, it's The same thing we did last year.
0: Yeah, I was worried for a second about like, Traveling on Friday The day after Then I'm like You know yeah. what No It'll be fine So
1: well let, let me tell you what happened So Thursday I had to go To do jury duty <gasps> Oh
0: yeah You had to go During all that shit
1: Yeah I went Thursday When it was snowing Okay
0: How so, did you get there On the bus I, I
1: took the train Because it, w- it just started I'm like okay I, g- like I can the get there the path train uh, No I took the uh, the L to the G Because it's, oh, it's in downtown uh, Brooklyn
0: Oh I thought you said Jersey
1: No 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 Jury duty Not oh. in Jersey Okay. Why would I go to Jersey? I don't duty know. I in thought Jersey? in the middle of that you just said yeah. Jersey. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> You've no. been summoned for court. <laughs> so I took. Yeah, in I took Jersey. the subway there. So I get there, and like typical, like everything about it is bureaucracy at its worst. When you get there, you're just like, this was not planned by a person who is thinking. Who and everyone who works or is involved in this situation goes, it's not my problem. So I'm not going to fix it. The whole thing is just the most obnoxiously ass backwards. Thing you can do right so first of all like it, it's snowing right it's snowing sideways it sucks but it's like okay i can get there i get to the the municipal building and there's a line for the building i'm like that's weird why the fuck is there a line to get in this building i'm like well i'm it says it here at 8 i'm like oh i guess they're they don't open the doors till 8 45 apparently for anyone like even if you work there or if you're there for any corner, corner like like uh, summons or jury sure. reason or whatever Like they don't open a door until 845
0: Even in the weather like that. And
1: it's again yeah, it's a tall building So every fucking person has to queue up to get into this building And you're thinking okay But well, why are we all queued up or whatever It's still taking forever to get in When they get there because it's municipal They have to uh, uh, metal detect everyone or like at, yep. Like the airport And the thing is like right at the front door Move it back into the lobby yeah. we're all standing fucking freezing our asses off just because you got to wand every old lady one by one So right there. I'm like, this is a fucking nightmare. This sucks. You know, yeah, I'm in such a shitty mood I'm like if they interview me, I'm gonna be like, look, I'll tell you straight up I don't care what this case is. I'm gonna say whatever it takes to get out of here as soon as possible <laughs> Like I don't care if that's I'd rather go to jail than do jury duty Because at least I can get like a TV and a cot because yeah. this thing was like they sat in this fucking room Forever just sitting there doing literally nothing. I have like my phone, there's no coffee machine, there's a vending machine. Like, I want to have fucking cookies at like eight in the morning or whatever, right? <laughs> but the good news was, I didn't think about this until it happened. I'm like, oh my God, of course, because it's so bureaucratic. Uh, we all got sent home like at 11, and they're like, there's no good, there's gonna be no court cases today. Uh, you're all Relieved of duty, and we still got the thing that says like we you qu- did it like we quote did. It's so not gonna do it for another eight years. I don't know if it's eight years in New York or eight years in L.A. or eight years in the country. I mean, but for that is, and I'm like yes, and I thought oh of course, because it's snowing. No judge and no lawyer is coming yeah. from upstate New York where they clearly live to fucking uh, downtown Brooklyn in this weather. So of course it's gonna get called up. I don't know why that didn't that thought they didn't occur they didn't, to me. Like let you guys yeah. go in. And by yeah. the way, I don't think they like, I don't think the jail they don't hold people in that in that in that building, like overnight, like they'll hold you for your case, but there's, there's no prisoners in the building. Right. So you think they're going to like fucking like escort a guy in this weather? No, I'm like, Oh, duh. I, I think I had the thought the night before, like maybe we'll get canceled, but
0: I went anyway. But
1: yeah. So then I just, uh, went You think to- it would have
0: been fine if you didn't go. Like there wouldn't have been like, you didn't mm. show up. Well, they gave me this piece of paper. You had yeah, to like turn no. in
1: a, a, a thing in your summons, but anyway, so I thought, well, it's t- I have quote the day off But we're moving offices We'll talk about this in a second Oh yeah So I had to make sure That all my shit was like Unplugged and like You know you pack up your stuff And if I didn't do it Thursday At the end of the day I had to come in Friday and do it I'm like well will just do it Thursday And then not come in Friday Because everyone got to work From home on Friday Right But anyway yeah I mean I, mean, I go to work It's a normal day And towards the end Because I work in Manhattan Everyone's like We should leave Everyone's like Are you going to leave early I'm thinking about sneaking out early <laughs> Who knows how long the <laughs> trains are going to run? I'm like, what do you even mean? They're under 100% of my commute is underground. Why would they stop the trains? So whatever. Just fucking stupid. Everyone, <laughs> everyone becomes an idiot when, when, when the weather's bad.
0: Y'all are moving to World Trade.
1: One Liberty Plaza we're going. Yeah. We're across the street from that eatily. So I have a feeling for the next two weeks while I'm still here, I'm going to be ki- killing it that eatily.
0: And but then I'm, you're, you're going to work in the new office for a week, two weeks, one week. I leave the 26th We got the we set up the
1: movers. I'm gonna rent an RV. I'm gonna try and get there by the first. I'm gonna drive across the country Wait, with the cats. You're getting an RV to drive across the country.
0: Wow. With, because of with the cats. Oh my god. Well, what do I, what would we do? You're such a good uh, cat owner. I don't know. What else? People, what do people do? I mean, Send there's them on planes. There and there's shit?
1: services that will they'll travel across, but I think they'll freak out. They're in a cage the whole time. And uh, yeah, I don't know if I could take them on a plane. I can maybe pull the whole service animal shit. Like we both can. They can sit in my laps. Set in our laps <laughs> These
0: are my service cats
1: That's what people do That's I mean crazy. you just go like I have What would I have to do I have to get a doctor's note To say I have anxiety My, my cat calms me <laughs> And I can bring it That's what people do
0: I know I've seen the The viral videos of People bringing like ducks and shit Yeah but the, but
1: the thing about it is, is like if you do that What you're saying is that You have permission to either You either got to buy a seat for them Or you can have them on your lap Yeah I think if it's in a carrier You have to have it on your lap But yeah. if it's like a big enough of an animal It has to like have its own seat
0: I g- it's so funny. i be sure if I don't, <laughs> I don't give a you're sitting shit. Next to a dog on a plane. I'd
2: Just prefer it to seat. most of people have said.
1: I'd be straight up with you if I was sitting there and like I had like one, not the middle seat but like aisle or window and. Turns out that the, the two seats next to me are for a person and their service animal. I'd be like, yeah, the service animal's going in the middle. <laughs> of course, I want to. Like, I would love to sit next to a dog. That'd I'm be about so to much pet fun. Pet this fucking dog. Yeah. Your dog's gonna get the shit pet out of it. And, and you know, and, and, and but uh, even if that, like, once the dog calms down, it's just gonna sit and sleep. Rather have a dog, like the dog's not taking the armrest. That'd be amazing if I got to sit next to a dog. I would love that. <laughs> oh, that'd be so much fun. Like if I don't want my applesauce, I'm like yeah, the dog can have it.
0: Applesauce. <laughs> whenever, what airlines do you fly? They, whenever they're giving you a terrible
1: <laughs> meal, we're just like, oh I've fuck. I've never this.
0: been given applesauce. It's a side. It's like, like peanuts. It's
2: pretzels. When you get the uh, when
0: you get the, the meal meal or whatever they oh, give you that. Oh, uh, I've never bought like a shitty meal on a plane. Dude,
1: when you do when you go inter intercontinental. Oh, they give it to you, right? Yes, including the flight. When yes. We went to Japan, dude. Japan airline food. Fucking incredible! Really? You get some weird looking shit. You're like, what is this weird goo and like paste or whatever? It was so good. It was like On the food. way to Japan, Mo and I were eating the food. We're like, oh my god, this rules! Japan's gonna okay, rule, yeah, and it did. It really did.
0: Uh, I want to go there mm-hmm. just for the. I'll just ride the plane and ride it go. back. That I, sounds good.
1: Can't recommend Japan enough. Ugh!
0: But that was my week. When are you gonna Snowden? Do you see yourself moving to somewhere like? Out of the country? Yeah, pro- almost, almost certainly. I was about to say, I almost have that certainly. feeling from you. Yeah, I mean, my brother did it in college. He never went back. He's been in Brazil for like. Does he have a family? Yeah. yeah. His his wife is Brazilian.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's gonna be. I think it'd be a little tougher for Mo and I. There's <laughs> two whites. Two whites. Well, it's more <laughs> be. Well, it's more because when when we have kids. Not so much I want them to be raised in America, but we'll need like help raising children. We can't like, yeah, we're not at that financial spot. Where we get like a full time nanny. Sure. If we were, maybe. But I think maybe when the kids kind of get old enough to be on their own, we might. Uh, it'll probably be Japan, but Mo's going to Morocco uh, next month, and I would not be surprised if she's like, "We're moving to Morocco." And I'll be honest, like, Morocco okay, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sweet. So I would see, dude, I would love to. Oh my god, like retire in a in a foreign country. I would way do that over. Fucking stay in like America. Florida. Yeah, or like Arizona or New Mexico. That's what my parents oh, are looking at right now. Yeah, of course they Arizona. are. Arizona. My, my parents are thinking about maybe spending semi amounts of their time in, uh, in Mexico because they go to Puerto Vallarta, I think it is. Okay. And uh, they're just always there because their friends own a, own a place there. And I think it's like get in now or you get a condo now and like just maybe like live there when they go there like, like is this it like,
0: bogo condos right now <laughs> buy one get one <laughs> probably but you,
1: i haven't been down there when it sounds like it's it's for especially for like older people like it's why people when people go to either new york city they go to times square when they go to florida they go to like disney world it's like i want to go to a place that's exactly like everything i like already so they're always like they go to whatever this place in mexico and it's clearly like there's one Italian restaurant. There's one Mexican restaurant. There's one bar. There's one sports bar. There's three golf courses. There's that a. It's like t- me uncomfortable. It's such a bummer. It's like what a fucking waste of everything, you know? But hey, baby boomers, they're shitheads. <laughs> do I what, what horror movie news we got? Enough about our. Uh,
0: yeah, all right.
1: You want to do some uh, bits and pieces? Sure. Bits and pieces. Bits and pieces. Bits and pieces. Bits and pieces. Bit 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 bit. Dip, 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 bits of pieces.
0: <laughs> I, uh, for some reason, was ac- accidentally, I'll say, listening to your solo episode earlier today, mm-hmm. and I just skipped to a random part because there was a comment on the SoundCloud. I'm like, let me see what the comment is. What they say? It just said amazing. What I did? Its, like, it's timestamp. So yeah. I clicked on where the timestamp was, and it was one of your corn drops. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the corn drops.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I did not. In- I did not give you permission to do corn drops. Yeah, I know. That's why I did it. Amazing. Yeah, you
1: fucking do your own drops, your own solo episodes.
0: Uh, so Ryan Murphy, the fucking TV guy who does everything. Yeah,
1: American Horror Stories, Ryan Murphy. Yeah, Nip
0: Tuck, is that right? Yeah, Glee, a-
1: American Crime Story, which I gotta hand it to him, that shit fucking ruled.
0: Uh, so he just dropped a little uh, corn drop. Oh, what do
1: you corn drop? <laughs>
0: he corn dropped the fact that season eight takes place in the future. It's still topical. But it's set in the future, which I've never done. I think people will like it. He added, "It's different from what we've done before."
1: Yeah, he he didn't say any of that shit. <laughs> the public, fucking publicist said that. <laughs> like Ryan Murphy, that like, guy's so busy and so rich that like he has a minute to fucking say anything to the press. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. I, I, that show sucks. I keep I trying like I don't try. I don't get it. it. I really, I'm I'm genuinely perplexed on that, and to a much smaller extent, the um. Channel Zero, I get Channel Zero is basically American Horror Story off Every time I watch these shows, I'm like, I do not understand why anyone watches these shows. They don't. They they the style is so gross.
0: This is this first comment on the bloody disgusting Articles actually nailed it. Yeah, the show is to horror what Bizkit is to metal. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's just perfect. A weird bad imitation. It's just it's just a, it's just a mix of all the things,
1: things. that suck. About horror and horror fans and horror ideas This guy, by the way The reason it sucks is This guy's not a horror guy He's a TV guy So he's not making compelling horror stories He's making compelling TV well, I mean, the way that
0: t- not, What they, they deem it compelling yeah, comp-
1: yeah, I mean, compelling the way like, I guess like, Glee would be compelling The type of story where it's like Yeah, dummies will tune into this every week And just kind of like tune out While they're watching it I just don't get it, it It's such I, I think the only people who watch Are people who don't like horror To be honest Which is, I guess more people Who don't like horror than like it, right? in in theory i yes
0: it's definitely so a horror show for non-horror nerds like i don't know any horror fans who watch it people i do know who watch it don't watch horror
1: i got to give it up for ryan murphy though um apparently some other thing he's working on that has something to do pose is what it's called right what is this um <laughs> i don't know he's working on a show called pose Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has, tra- it's either about transgender people or has transgender characters in it. Yeah. And he said, yes, all transge- transgender characters will be played by transgender actors. Yes. And good for him. He's gay, right? I have no idea. I but why so. would that matter?
0: I'm just saying. He's in, I like the inclusivity. Okay.
1: Good point. Um, yeah, good. And it, you know, I'm so thrilled that he's doing that, but it's also like, the fact that that's newsworthy for him to be like, "Can you? Wow, that's so progressive that he's giving transgender yeah. roles to transgender <laughs> actors." Everyone will be played
0: like, by Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, well, the Jeffrey Tambor thing—that I think that's a little bit of like people are pointing to that, but like, yeah, unlike uh, Transparent, it's like okay, first of all, how many older transgender actors? Are there that could have played that first of all What's the pool And second of all They needed a name to sell it It was like one of the first what Amazon show It was a Hulu right It's Amazon I mean get real Like if they picked a transgender nobody to do the show Like it would never have gotten off the ground Like there's a game that we play. played You have to put a star in a show in order to sell it And now Ryan Murphy is now He's the star that sells it I, I see I'm, I'm sorry what was the name of the person who made Transgender Jill Soloway
0: Jill Soloway
1: Hey genius in her own right And she's done some great things But that was her first big hit And nobody knew who she was Right. So you can't, I mean, it, 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 it me, I'm sorry that Jeffrey Tambor isn't a transgender person, but you have to admit he did a fucking phenomenal job in that show. Yes. And it was part of the thing that raised transgender rights awareness in America. So let's, you know, let's some fucking jump down that guy's throat just, neck, just yet, you know? Cool. That's all I got to say about that. Speaking of transgender stuff, I did watch the Chappelle specials, the two new ones. I did too. They're fucking excellent.
0: I thought they were great. I thought the first one was better. the way
1: better than the other two. The other two he put out was like, they're fine. I, was, I think he I even said like, I'm kind of done with Chappelle. But now I'm back on because he said fine. The the previous two, I was like, this is, feels like he's just kind of like getting his payday. These other two, these ones felt like he they're was smart. like. smart. Well, the first one is
0: clearly, uh, it's a response to the first one. Couple yeah even. there's a lot of stuff about What is like the bigger
1: audience one the theater one Right and then yeah. the second one was the, the intimate, club like
0: 20 people the <laughs> in a room one. It was a laugh factory yeah um, I think
1: with these two he was he even said After this he's like yeah I'm gonna be gone for a while after this I feel he like got
0: 60 million Dollars
1: yeah and also I think he, this Was the one where he said I'm gonna say what I want to say And if everyone's Gonna lose their mind off of it I'm just telling you right now I'm, I'm bouncing for a couple years so you can all lose your mind I'm not gonna be a part of the dialogue but I Think of this one he articulately said what he was trying to say about his comments on Trump with the, with the, the SNL monologue, and more importantly— I
0: love his phrase, tiki-torch-whites. Mm-hmm. I've been enjoying saying that since.
1: I think the thing that he didn't—he wasn't—I I felt he was articulate enough about it the first time, but it put a finer point on it, his comments about transgender people— and I will sum it up, and this is his thoughts, not mine. But he's like, you can't be ta- you can't be telling me being sensitive, America's being sensitive needs to be sensitive around transgender people to a black person. He's like, give me a fucking break. Yeah, you know, you, you, he's like that. That's w-. and he even said like, and I think With the Cassius Clay comment. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's perfect. It's easier for uh, Bruce Jenner to change his gender than it was for Cassius Clay to change his name, and also, you know, being like, since when the f-, he's like, let's let's consider people's feelings. Like, since when the fuck has this country cared at all about people's feelings? If he's like people care about transgenders Because some of them are white guys If transgender was only This is his words not mine If if only blacks, Mexicans and women This country would be like fuck you Okay like yes Yeah it's hard to You can't can't look at the police brutality And how how black men and women are being shot and murdered With no Very little recourse from this government And police officers and then go Dave you know Let's be more sensitive about transgenders. Like, excuse me. Like, come on, come on. It's pretty
0: frustrating to see, like, you know, the clickbait garbage media reaction to things like this because they take literally dialogue from a comedy special and then head make it the headline of a post, and it's like, it's like, it's like Dave Chappelle. Is like defends Louis C.K. It's like no, he's doing comedy. Oh God, about yeah, of course Louis not. Yeah, and it's just it drives me nuts the the insincerity about that. Yeah, um, I but think but but
1: again, I'm sorry, but is that not racially that feels racially motivated to be like out of everyone who's made Yo, go listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, go listen to Greg Fitzsimmons I could find. Uh, the dozens I love of Fitz gi- dog radio. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. It's great. but again, these are the, I bet even Howard Stern have all made jokes to that are Paramount or actually not Paramount, but like the gist of it is being like, come on, guys, it's not that big of a deal considering. I don't. I'm not saying I agree with that, but yeah. a lot of people say it. But like they pick the one black guy to be like, look, who's defending Louis C.K. Like, hmm. Yeah. And he's 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 been saying that for years, being like, I'm a black guy. I'm in the crosshairs. Everything I say gets taken out of. People are trying. To manipulate what I say to make you seem the bad guy, he wants to the get the whole th- thing
0: about the headline he got for saying what he said about Trump and how his wife yelled at him about the headline because yeah. it said like he's a Trump supporter. He's like, no, yeah, I like said a thing. Yeah, it's aggravating. Uh, I think the specials are both great. I think the first one is better. I think the second one is clearly like it was fought, shot like a week or two ago. Like, I, it's I, like, very see, I like,
1: I like, to me, I like how Chappelle. The Chappelle that I like the most is the one where he's just talking, and maybe he'll say something funny, and maybe he yeah. will say something real. I like real Chappelle. No, a little comedy
0: than- should be what both those Chappelle's were, which is so, him confronting shit that yeah. people don't want to talk about.
1: Yeah, and I think as far in two thousand seventeen going to two thousand eighteen, where everyone is still so pent up, at what people can say and what they can't say, and getting up and comedians of all people's backs. You know, about like, what well, you can and can't say. I think he said the shit that needed to be said. It's not pretty. I don't agree with all of it. But I'm letting him, a professional speaker and a genius, speak his mind. And I'm not going to, uh, you know, chastise the yeah, guy. people
2: who are
0: like, you know, I, I'm sure there are people who are like, Netflix, how dare you pay this man? I'm like, it's what his job is. Leave the comedian alone. Yeah, no
1: shit. Know. It's like, yeah, get a fucking, but yeah. You, you can get, you know why? Because your Medium blog posts or your tweets can go viral if you criticize Dave Chappelle. But if you criticize the the president and all these disgusting, openly xenophobic, homophobic white men who run the country, it's just people are just like, yeah, we've heard it all before, you know, and that's a problem. That's why it's like you get attention for going after comedians now for whatever reason. Well, that's what, how it goes. Uh, anyway, the, sh- the 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 specials were excellent. Regardless of you agree with them or not, I think you should see them.
0: Oh, there's so many things I'm still laughing about. The bit about. Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch. <laughs> just killing me. Yeah. He's like, oh, what? No. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, it's so yeah, funny. I, maybe he was just trying to impress, impress all these
1: kids. kids. Yeah. Yo, it's great. my cotton candy machine, dog. I get cotton candy anytime <laughs> you want. Like, oh, what are you like? are you trying to screw What? Yeah. You get, what? Fuck out of here, dog. <laughs> it's so good. But then also his whole thing about his whatever the the, uh, the for what it's worth his being like. Not why he doesn't believe the accusers of Michael Jackson is pretty fucking funny. Oh yeah. And About how he's like, this kid's ten years old is dying wish to Michael Jackson. Like, give me fucking break. Give him me in the room with Chubby Checker. <laughs> he's like, this kid don't remember Thriller. Why yeah. not Usher? What's his wife Michael Jackson? And I never thought of him. I'm like, yeah. Why are kids in 2007 <laughs> being like, 10 years being like, I wanna be Michael Jackson. Being like, ain't had a hit since '88.
0: <laughs> Dude, that shit. Get me in the room with
1: Chubby Checker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I rewatched for what it's worth. That and might Conda be Softly. that might be the uh, so for good. what
1: it's worth the after Chappelle Show's success. That might be the best uh, comedy special of all time. Certainly that, my favorite. That's
0: the only movie or show or thing that I owned on UMD. Remember what that is? No, that's that? It was the disc that you'd put in a PSP. The PSP. <laughs> oh, w- I had a Dave Chappelle what? special on PlayStation Portable. Unbelievable! Unbelievable!
1: Dude. Can you give me another another and piece?
0: Yes. So speaking of Netflix, yeah. Netflix has announced a while ago in the, after the success of Riverdale on CW, which mm. got a huge leg up when it got added to Netflix. Um, another
1: another uh, another reason why we're probably living in some sort of simulation makes no <laughs> sense. If you watch it? I couldn't make it through the first fucking episode. Oh, I
0: watch it. It's great. Do
1: you, how do you like that show?
0: It's I don't want to say it's ironic. It's it, it's very good at what it does. Like it's very soapy bullshit.
1: I, it's not the soapy stories. It's like I I think where, I, where Mo and I both tuned out is the part where the girl was like a cheerleading tryouts and the and like eh, and the girls like let me tell you something about and like tells her off for everyone. You're like, what is this stupid fucking show? Yeah, it's a soap like, opera. People to people who talk like that, being like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk really fast. Like this is a a fucking uh, like uh, Aaron uh, Sorkin. Or <laughs> Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> I'm gonna speak for two pages about telling you off about what you're really all about. Oh God, I hate shit like that.
0: I like it. Uh, so, what about it? Their, uh Netflix is doing a Sabrina project, okay. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It's going to be an hour-long drama yeah. that will reimagine the story of Sabrina as a dark coming-of-age tale that traffics in horror, the occult, and witchcraft. They've already ordered twenty episodes. I over mean, that two seems, seasons. You know
1: why they should do that? Because they ain't never rebooting Buffy. So it's like,
0: right. okay, we'll go to the next one. And the big the news this week is for Mad Men fans. That? Very excited I've never seen Mad Men Kiernan Shipka is Sabrina Who's that? She is the daughter of John Hamm on Mad Men She's in Black Coat's Daughter She's the lead in Black Coat's Daughter Oh yes. Wait, I thought the lead in Black Coat's Daughter There's was too two Her and Emma Roberts
1: Emma Roberts Okay, she was yeah. another one, yeah
0: So here's more about the show Tonally in the vein of Rosemary's Baby and the Exorcist this adaptation finds Sabrina wrestling to reconcile her dual nature, half witch, half mortal, while standing against the evil forces that threaten her, her family and the daylight world humans inhabit. Uh, I'm down. I'll watch it. I think it's a great that's great casting. She's great. I'll check
1: out I'll never check out the pilot. I think and that and you know what, you know why that might be actually a good idea because Sabrina the Teenage Witch wasn't really I mean, had some
0: The show was a straight up like 30 a, minute sitcom Yeah like, comedy. like she's a
1: witch Ha ha is this idea to go Caroline Ray The gritty reboot Okay Alright I'll check it out I mean I'm sure I won't like it But good good effort guys
0: um, What else do I got Did you ever see Tales from the Hood Yeah 1995
1: Yeah Charlie Murphy's in that
0: Yeah Isn't he Yes yeah. uh, Well get ready 20 years later More than 20 years later uh-huh. Part 2 is coming Great They're making uh, Tales from the Hood part 2 Excellent idea Yes, I will definitely. So, well, watch how that. would you describe that? It's like the the hood version. Yeah, it was it, it, the of, it's a, the African American cast urban spin of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, it's a I, l- I
1: mean, looking back on it, it might have been a little like.
0: It's an anthology, right? Yeah, yeah I don't,
1: I don't. I, I think saying it was a little racist, considering that it was like you know a, a, all black stories. So I we'll call it racist, obviously. If you look back, and every story was like. It's yeah. all drug
2: dealers. Yeah, it's all like,
1: yeah, he's a drug dealer. He's on the run. He's like a killer or some guy. Like, oh, I remember all those stories being very like. Yeah. What uh, what 90s hip hop influence kind of like. Yeah, it
0: was four strange tales of horror to, to three drug dealers he traps yeah. in his place of business. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I would love to rewatch that and see how it Yeah, holds say, up. say, like,
1: just like, oh shit, my homie's dead. He's back from the dead. They'll avenge his death, you know, for gang members. It was like, it was fine at the time, because, I mean, Tales from the Crypt or what is parody. I don't know if it's uh, uh, directly from Tales from the Crypt, or they just kind of used that as a title, but definitely yeah. had that hokey, like, uh, Poe-esque, kind of ironic twist sort of thing, lesson in there, but it was all, like... Yo, in the hood, dog. Sometimes when you get capped, you come back. The ghost is back to cap you or something like that.
0: Ooh, God. Ooh, Ooh,
1: God. But hey, cool.
0: Yeah, I'll check that out. Speaking of ooh, God. What do you got? Kevin Smith is back making movies. And his next one, which if you listen to his podcast, listen to this one, and hear us talk about him on occasion, he was a vet. Well, first of all, he was supposed to be that hockey movie that never happened. Hit Hit somebody. somebody. Then it was going
1: to be an anthology. Then it's going to be nothing.
0: Yeah, who knows? I feel like it it was shot at some point. Maybe it wasn't. He has no money.
1: He has no money.
0: (laughs) Uh, So then he had a Krampus movie, and then Krampus came out, and that was going to die. So he turned the Krampus movie into a horror anthology that is now called Kilroy Was Here. What is the what?
1: Kilroy, that's something to do with the who? Or something to do with um, Doctor Who? It's
0: inspired by Kilroy Was Here graffiti that was prominent during World War II. I don't know anything else about that. Um, the fe- film will feature a long-nosed monster, uh, designed by Robert Krutzman. Mm-hmm. Smith is being assisted by students of the Ringling College of Art and Design. That's interesting. Is working with college students on his next movie? Yeah,
1: probably because they both have the same uh,
0: level of understanding <laughs> of film. <laughs> um, so I mean, they, again, I mean,
1: real quick, what actually happened was that he's doing that because they're paying him. Yeah, I mean, it has become totally it becomes transparent like a class that 100 percent of his His work now is done like it's where can self-funded. I get the money and he's turning into and I had to say like uh was it Russ Meyer
2: Russ
0: Meyer yeah
1: yeah, in the sense of like uh I will make movies no matter what is it, wherever the money comes from I'll do it. I'm sure the school is like, hey, if you do this, we'll we'll fund it. Great, okay, bring your students in there. And, 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 and Kevin Smith, I bet he will let them shoot it. I bet he'll let them be in it. They can even do the lighting. And I bet when it comes out, you would be like, yeah, I believe that students, uh, uh, a community of students worked on this together.
0: I'll never forget Yoga Hosers. That movie's insane. It's so bad. Um, so but, his, but,
1: but somehow better than Tusk.
0: <laughs> yeah. His reveal here is that, his, of course, his daughter's in it. Yeah, and as of the pair. Um, here's what he said on a podcast about it. Of course. Dude just got lost, and the next time they find him, he's sitting there eating babies. Smith recently described the titular villain, a Vietnam soldier who becomes a monster. Uh, and he becomes transformed. Before he loses all of his humanity, they try to rehabil- rehabilitate him. And instead, that drives him out into the wilderness, where he's transformed into the monster. He's all melted in the face, and that's what creates the long nose effect.
1: Yeah, fine. Is Johnny Depp going to reprise his role as that Canadian guy? Yeah,
0: whatever the fuck his name is. Ugh,
1: they talking like this. Isn't that funny?
0: It's so bad. It's uh-huh. like... You can't describe... Hearing us describe it won't do it justice. But that, bad. but, but oddly recent- accurate. <laughs> yeah, no. His recent output has been embarrassing. I'm embarrassed to say I was a huge Kevin Smith fan y- at one point. Y- no,
1: I was a huge fan too. But you know what? We were both fans at the same time. We were fans when we were first getting into indie film. Yeah. We were fans when we were younger and did not have... I don't want to say refined uh, tastes in comedy, but probably like... Didn't really know. And Didn't know any better. And that this is this guy's bread and butter. He will forever scoop up... Every uh, non-mainstream fan person starting at fourteen till about twenty-three,
0: and then they grow up and realize, damn. Yeah, and <laughs> then like you know, and, and thanks There's a lot. To, and stuff. thanks to
1: him, when they get in the clerks and read all the the insane amount of media that he's made around his first like. Four movies They'll be like Oh my god Clerks is great What about El Mariachi What about Tarantino What about Jermush What about Linklater Like the all the uh, And they'll check him out And be like Oh my god Forget about Kevin Smith Jim Jermush uh, he's, a, uh, he's a gateway which, drug which, Yeah yeah, yeah Kevin he, Exactly Kevin Smith is a gateway yeah. drug To better filmmakers I mean music's the same way I mean I, I mean, how many stupid bands Did you like in high school you like
0: Corn drop
1: Yeah oh I fucking loved Corn, And then I, it got me into like Oddly enough, got me to check out more like L.A. Hardcore because I read that Corn was made up of two L.A. Hardcore bands. I'm like, what about L.A. Hardcore? And I checked out uh, who knows what. But I was like, oh, Hardcore's cool. And that got me like, you start working backwards and you find out about the early L.A. Hardcore punk and then you got the Black Flag and you're like, man, Corn sucks. But <laughs> Black Flag's amazing. You know, so Gateway, you need, he's the gateway drug. And I gotta say, as much as I don't like his stuff, he's very smart to have nothing but media. I mean, it's funny that the guy spends all day writing and recording himself talking about the same fucking like 10 years of his life over and over again, the same knuckleheads that he grew up with. And it's just forever. I mean, you could pick any fucking Smodcast episode, and I guarantee they at some point talk about the making of Clerks. Yeah. Right? Think about that. He's been talking about a year of his life when he was 22 for... Uh, more than 22 years For like 22 years yeah. now Do you remember that one year now. More than the year didn't How old he was when he did it yeah. It's fucking insane he somehow, I mean,
0: good for him. He's able to sustain a career He somehow
1: on it, made it profitable yeah. to be that guy you went to high school with <laughs> that every time you go home for Thanksgiving, you're on him at the bar, and you're like, like, dude, what are you I up to? I was captain of the football yeah. team. And that first beer with that guy, or that first hour with that guy, you're like, man, it's so good to see you. That's so funny. That was funny when that happened. And whatever did happen to that guy, and that is crazy that it happened. And I can't believe our gym teacher's here, too. And that is so funny. And at the end of the night, you're like, uh... When is this guy gonna go pee so like can run out of here? How fast can I pay my I'm gonna go get another beer, give him my tab. I'm gonna like put put my coat in my head and get out of here. Kevin Smith is the he, he he's the one guy who made that work for made a career out of that. That is so weird. I just figured that out. Kevin Smith's the only guy to make reminiscing about high school a career. That is so funny. I'm a genius that I pointed that out.
0: You're a gene. You're a very stable genius. Thank you, yes. Um let's <laughs> uh, what do you got?
1: Ooh, I see Mr. Stephen King Yes. The, uh, so Stephen King had a hell yeah.
0: of a year in twenty seventeen. Uh, oh my
1: god. The biggest year. Yeah.
0: And he's not slowing down.
1: Him and Jordan. Of course it's slow. What does he have to do? He's going to... Hey, Steve, can we make another thing out of your book? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go for it. Just slow down saying yes to who gives a shit?
0: This news is not about a new movie. It's about a new book. A new Stephen King book.
1: Okay. Heads up, loser loser club fans. Guess what's coming at you?
0: It's called The Outsider. Okay. It'll come out May 22nd. It's 576 pages. I'd love to read it, and I know I won't. Yeah, here's a description. Wait, what would that would that cover say? Cover to be unveiled. <laughs> they, re- they wait. I'm sorry. They revealed the cover to say it's not out yet, or is that? So yeah, it's a it's a for is the, the actual cover for the press release. No, it's definitely not the real cover. So his
1: name in the outs and the title's still gonna be on the. They bottom?
0: have a name on the top, the title on the bottom, and in the middle it just says cover to be unveiled.
1: That is so funny. Yeah. we'd released the the, the placement cover.
0: Hilarious, yeah. Uh, an unspeakable crime, a confounding investigation, at a time when the King brand has never been stronger. He yeah. has delivered one of his most unsettling and, compuls- and compulsively readable stories. So this is clearly some press release. Yeah, but I'll read it. Uh, an eleven-year-old boy's. I mean, viol- what are they, they
1: going to say? Uh, Stephen King has a new good, a book out. It's not as good as old stuff, but you know, but you should check, check it, it out. out. Yeah. You know, if you got nothing else going, on. if you're in, if you're in a Hudson News, grab it. <laughs> uh,
0: this is a, already sounds gross. Yeah. An 11-year-old boy's violated corpse is found in a town park. Steve. (laughs) Eyewitnesses and fingerprints point unmistakably to one of Flint City's most popular citizens. He is Terry Maitland, Little League coach, English teacher, husband and father of two girls. He's always an English teacher. Detective Ralph Anderson, whose son Maitland once coached, orders a quick and very public arrest. Maitland has an alibi, but Anderson and the district attorney soon add DNA evidence to go with the fingerprints and witnesses. Their case seems ironclad.
1: Yo, I see.
0: As the investigation expands And horrifying answers begin to emerge King's propulsive story kicks into high gear Generating strong tension Almost unbearable suspense Terry Maitland seems like a nice guy Mm -hmm. But is he wearing another face When the answer comes It will shock you as only Stephen King can I
1: can't wait for my dad to tell me about that book (laughs) 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 When's your dad's birthday?
0: Mine? Yeah October 17th See my dad's is in December I was like I would totally When does it come out? May
1: I think I think Dad's getting that for Christmas.
0: You <laughs> think i read it by then. Think
1: Dad's getting. Uh, yeah, good point. <laughs> I should get, get it anyway. I should get my dad a Kindle, and because I know the reason I have it, he's gonna get it. He's be like, "What is this? I don't want that." And I'm gonna be like, "Check it out." He's gonna open it and see that every Stephen King book is on it, and be like, "There you go." By the way, I don't know if I can still do it. It's probably pretty easy. But when I first got the Kindle, I was able to find, dude. I'm like, you want to talk about pirating stuff? If you ever, you don't have a Kindle? I don't. Dude, a, a fucking, a Kindle book file is like two kilobytes oh i know
0: they're on the torrent site i go to
1: so i went on a torrent site when i first got a kindle and at that moment i got every single stephen king book yeah and there's a 2009 or whatever when i first got the kindle <laughs> and i still have i haven't like i've maybe read half of them but it's so funny to be like my dad would be like Bought i don't want a kindle and i'd be like here and just put in his hand be like look there's every stephen king book ever. or every
0: book you ever want to read I yeah put on but here. no i
1: just he only reads really yeah. stephen king and then stuff about like sinatra or the mob, or the mob uh I just know he would love it because I, I get him – he reads like fucking crap. He never was a big reader. Now all he does is read. Um, but, yeah, I'll get uh, – he'll call the Kindle the Stephen King machine. Ooh, next <laughs> bit in peace. Uh,
0: so I think we talked about Chloe Field last week a little bit, did Yeah, we? they're going to be dropping the new one soon.
1: Yes, yeah, so – are they?
0: We were. That was our question. And now news just came out that it is, in fact, pushed. It'll be out in April, April twentieth, four twenty.
1: Are you the one that tweeted the thing that someone was like that? Like, how funny would it be if they did like release it this weekend? Just surprised, yeah. Just to be like the news story is like, oh, it's not coming out for another month, and then just Boom. kidding, here it is. Yeah.
0: yeah, maybe who knows? But the story is still very vague. A team mm-hmm. of astronauts make a shocking discovery and end up fighting for survival. It's now opening against the movie Rampage, which yes is based on the arcade. yeah, video that game with uh, with um, the Rock,
1: the Rock, and it's in Chicago, right?
0: Yeah, well, there's a giant gorilla on Whacker Drive. It looks really. And crazy. then the
1: and then the uh, the uh, the post title, uh, the post sequence of trailers now was you see what appears to be a giant lizard, Godzilla thing, like kind of. Yes. yes.
0: Did they reveal in it, or they're just? Like they showed it. It's like oh, a giant crocodile, and it's like. Oh, it's a
1: crocodile. Why a crocodile? Why not like a Godzilla? It was a whole premise like we actually made monsters, or actually made actual animals too big. Yes. Fine, I'll I'll probably. Yeah, the
0: premise is the rock is like I guess a zoologist of some sort, <laughs> and he or he's like he's like really good friends with this gorilla, and the gorilla gets accidentally given- blown up because uh it's like a meteor falls and like he uh. touches the meteor and starts getting bigger. Uh, I'll watch the fuck out of that movie. Um, also, it op- yeah opening against that Super Troopers two, which comes out. Super Troopers
1: two, the 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 best movie of two thousand and six.
0: <laughs> Can you believe? 2003, the c- yeah, 2003 is the original, right? Yeah, exactly. Like
1: 2003 yeah. and 2004, you couldn't. Every dude. Was talking about that fucking movie Was quoting that movie That was the group Halloween costume Super Trooper's the biggest fucking thing ever Then Beer Fest comes out And it's like goodbye forever idiots Yeah What a fucking Those guys have, anything I like Club
0: Dread a lot Club Dread's the one No
1: Club Dread was the next one And that one sucked too Yeah and I like that one it, And then, It's a parody of horror And then Jay Kesher Shard Whatever his last name is Ken Tried to kind of ingratiate He directs TV episodes Yeah he stuff. tried to ingratiate himself in comedy He's on every fucking podcast all of a sudden He's like he made the Dukes of Hazard movie Oh he, that's right he just—he's just like another like—he's a comedy director, but like, what? What the fuck does he know? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I like
0: those guys, but uh, I mean, I'm as skeptical. But as you
1: believe they making Super Troopers two now?
0: Well, I mean, it got—they got their crowd. F- the whole problem, I guess, was they couldn't get the the budget they wanted. How can so they, they not get made, the fucking? They made them. They got their money from fans, and now they made. Like, well, yeah. I'm
1: sorry, but they made the first one for nothing.
0: I know. I don't know. Everyone's back though. Brian Cox is back too. I'll watch it.
1: Nah, no thanks.
0: Uh, and we talked about this last week I think yeah. but it's officially official now. Netflix is doing a Bright sequel and they announced that with they never they never tell you how many people watch stuff. Yeah. But this one did well enough where they they did say it. Yeah. They said 11 million people watched it in 3 days, the first 3 days. Is that a lot? It is a lot. Doesn't Logan Paul gets that in his videos? Big deal. I'm sure he does. But still, it's big for them and they're going to do another one and uh I'm actually as we said before like Not watch it. It's it's premise is cool enough And it was just Okay enough That if Max Landis Isn't writing it I think this could be good
1: I don't see why He's not he, writing I don't see why He would write it He's not I would feel like I mean he I like like
0: Ayer might Take over and just write it
1: Or just get something I mean Anybody If I wrote a hit movie Like that And they want to go And do more I'd be like Of course I'm not writing it Are you kidding me I mean, yeah. I want to get paid Twice as much To do literally nothing yeah Like why would why would you write it Like is he really that passionate About the story Of some fucking magic wands I'm sure he is um, He's a very passionate guy Of course they want to do Bright See Bright is going to, They're going to try and do Bright The way that uh, Amazon's doing This whole Lord of the Rings thing They just want a thing That a lot of people Are going to watch it's, It doesn't, yeah. matter, doesn't matter It doesn't matter if it's good Yeah of course not No Just a bunch of people It's still weird to think about But most people still Don't have Netflix And we go Oh everyone has Netflix Actually a lot of people don't and that is why they promoted this movie like a blockbuster. It doesn't matter that 11 million people watched it. The number that they're not going to let us know is how many people sign up for Netflix to see it. Mm. Because what is Netflix? Ten dollars a month? Yeah, maybe 11. And how I much? Know. And how much is a movie ticket? In, More than that. Yeah, and on average, it's like ten dollars. I'd say
0: uh, probably an average nine or ten. Yeah. So how
1: many? They finally are getting people to go. Yo, the new Will Smith movie is on Netflix. You can you if it was in the theaters, you could see it once for ten dollars at the theater. And why did they release it in winter? Not because they want because they, they wanted at least half the country to be like, I don't want to go outside. It was oh smart the new sit around the holidays too. Of course, and just it. watch it when you're sitting at home. This the movie. I bet this is the thing that drove to today the most subscribers for Netflix. I bl- and I'm of course they would never say it because they tell you what it is. Then Hulu and Amazon are going to see those numbers and be like, holy shit, we need our. Action movie for the fucking holidays yeah, Really dumb movies yeah, yeah, yes, Right I mean the whole Lord of the Rings thing is the same thing yeah. Like they want to get all these dummies Who grew, who are obsessed with Lord of the Rings I mean the Lord of the Ring franchise Has I don't know more fans Than Harry Potter easily right so yes, I guess. So that's guess gonna so. that's gonna draw so many subscribers. It's the, I still can't no believe the Lord of the
0: Rings movies did so well, considering like you know they're huge three hour epics yeah. and they all crushed box and, office. And then also it's crazy like and they're so s- fucking boring. Who yeah, cares? So boring. I hate Lord of the Rings. I know. So <laughs> I was all in the theater and every time I
1: walked out, I'm like, I think I'm not. I saw everyone in the theater and every yeah. time
0: I was like, why did I do this? And yeah. I remember getting up from my seat three different times during Return of the King because it has three different endings. Keep, yeah. It Keeps like fading out. and oh, Think it's, so it's over. Yeah, I was like, oh good.
1: And then it kept not. ending. When they all when Frodo wakes up in that bed and they all come running in the jump up <laughs> down the bed like we did it i'm like this is a joke right yeah. <laughs> well, this is weird then, this is a joke right? then they're in this the bar real. talking about well, we'll never be able to tell how great it was yeah but we'll know and then it's like they're older and Samwise has like a family or something like hey what have you been up to I'm like yeah we can like we don't need this right <laughs> yeah fuck all that shit uh but speaking of uh, netflix and streaming i don't have the article in front of me but this is a bit in piece. two things going on with showtime and I want to predict right now that Showtime, I think by the end of the year, is going to be the the, the silent champion of the best uh, streaming uh, stuff that isn't Netflix. So when when pressed, the the CEO when pressed about what he thought about oh here it is um, yeah, when I it haven't. comes to Netflix's eight billion dollar budget, Showtime says bigger isn't necessarily better. I feel like we've been saying this for the past couple months. Netflix is clearly spending money not to make quality content, but just to get people to do to subscribe because they have no choice and um you know the house of cards and all that shit uh ceo david nevins has said uh you know Our deep pocket friends are invade- uh, invading from the north is how he described netflix as a canadian company but you know uh, showtime does not have uh the budget that uh, netflix has clearly nobody does but i do agree with them i'm like you know showtime did have twin peaks and twin peaks i think was fucking the best tv of the year they also have had Sh- shameless huge hit Homeland, which was a big deal for a while. No, not over. Ray Donovan, our dad's favorite show. Dexter. <laughs> Billions, which is great. I keep meaning to watch more of it, but we fucking cool. love Billions. And a lot of other big hits, you know? Yeah. And I think they're right. Like, yeah, let Netflix make every fucking thing that comes across their plate. But I think a lot of people will come to Showtime to be like, I mean, not, I mean, everyone must have fucking signed up for Showtime for that, uh, for that uh, Twin Peaks. Yeah. And speaking of Twin Peaks, he said that he is... The door is open to more Twin Peaks.
0: He said, "The door at Showtime is always open to Mark and David for more Twin Peaks or anything else they want to talk about." Which is yeah. cool. Why
1: would you? Why would you not? Yeah. Okay, you imagine, like imagine whatever. being the fucking CEO of a of a, of a Showtime is being like, uh, Mark Frost is on the phone. It's like, uh, I'm busy. Tell him yes. Right. Uh, David Lynch like talk to you. I don't have a minute. Just tell him yes. But he said he wants to do a hundred episode show. Each episode is four hours long, and it's just uh, you know, uh, uh, it's all free jazz inspired. Yeah, sounds great. Cut him the check. Like, why would you say no to that? I'm sure it's going to be great. So, yeah, uh, I think Showtime is. Hopefully, they'll be smart. And instead of trying to buy up everything to compete with Netflix, I hope that they go, you know what? We're only going to do great stuff and we'll see what happens. And I think they'll make a ton of money doing it. So, shout out to Showtime.
0: Sure. And we're back. Do do you get the reference? No. I don't know what that was. I think it was Jimmy Fallon on SNL. I don't know. That was stupid. I don't know. Uh, let Brett know what he's referencing there. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know anymore. Joe's eating, eating Twizzlers. We're having a ball. He let's, pe- talk sna- let's talk theater snacks. Horror movie.
1: Think- What's your favorite uh, theater snack? Ooh, this is good, actually. So I always do I always do popcorn. Not always, but if I'm doing popcorn, just like the base. Here's why. Because if I get a stomach full of candy, I'm going to get sick. So I got to get some. I, is, is popcorn carbs? I don't know.
0: I don't know what popcorn is. Put butter, butter on it. It ain't good for you. Yeah,
1: I, I never put butter on it, and the reason you I do bitch. that is because uh, popcorn is like to me is like also like Goldfish crackers. Where a sense of like, you could have you could have a dump truck full of popcorn in front of me, like I'll eat the whole thing.
0: Same thing. I'll eat exactly. I eat the whole thing of Goldfish if you if I have. Yeah, if it's, it's in like
1: that's me. why like I get it small, not because I can't handle it. But I'm like, then there's no amount you can put in front of me of popcorn that I will not eat the whole thing. One <laughs> it's impossible, right? Yeah. So that, but then, got the soda too. Always cherry. Always cherry. Yeah, I and get the, cherry at
0: the movies. If fucking they, maniacs getting no sprite. one has, no one has Dr Pepper. They have yeah. like Mr. Pib now, which a is alright. Coke. Cherry Coke will do, but yeah, Doctor okay. Pepper.
1: Um, then for the candy, will you go first? What was your candy?
0: Oh man, I am like a peppermint guy, so I'm a, I love Junior. Whoa, mints. really? I love Junior Mints. Uh, Snowcaps, I like a lot. Snowcaps, yes, junior, junior Mints, and then um, I like, uh, so like those chocolate. like sour strawberry belts that they used to have at the theater I worked at. Mm, I don't no, that was like, we had buy the pound candy. Which was insane, yeah, and we like had a discount on that, that too, fifty yeah. percent <laughs> off, I think. Mm-hmm. So I would get tons of those strawberry belts. Um, but yeah, mostly if I'm getting candy at the movies, if I'm like buying it there mm-hmm. and like sneak something in, yeah. it's snowcaps, junior mints, or sometimes if they have a bunch of crunch, I'll get a bunch of crunch.
1: So I, I I almost always go with something gummy, uh, gummy bears, uh, gummy worms, um, anything like sour patch kids. Yeah, but yeah. I, like the sour; it's just a little too much. A little too much. I like it, but like because it's a big bag, I'm like I can't be like. Torturing myself while I'm eating this. Yeah. Here's a snack that I think is gone. I don't know what happened to them Maybe they went out of business. Maybe this weren't that you big you of a say deal. Goobers? No, no, no. no We had them at Blockbuster and I got them all the time. They're my favorite Sour Jacks. No, you're not going to guess it because I think it might have even been regional. They're my fucking favorite snack. And If, if I ever see them out, I We're get from them from the almost same region. From, from, uh, well, they're not in New York, I don't think. I fucking love. I fucking love Muddy Bears.
0: I remember those from Blockbuster. Fucking specifically. love I don't even know what they are I don't think I ever got them.
1: Chocolate covered gummy bears. What? Yep.
0: That's insane.
1: Muddy Bears, dog. Muddy Bears. For <laughs> all my bu- Muddy my Bear heads out at. Shout out on Twitter and on Instagram for the Muddy Bears.
0: I used to, Blockbuster's candy, they had a bunch of crunch. They also had those like buckets that you just put in your microwave. That yeah. had popcorn at the bottom attached yeah, to I didn't it. Work. I never got that. I, they did. I got them a couple times. But like I only had it. I used to get Blockbuster gift cards. And it would be like, you have. Two dollars $2 left It was like alright I'm getting a fucking Weird bucket of popcorn
1: Yo Figured this out at Blockbuster Gotta give my, give a shout out To my boy Mike Starr He discovered this But uh, I, I took advantage Of it as well We had a cooler <laughs> He's
0: eating Twizzlers While he's doing this
1: <laughs> This is video store talk Going from uh, movie snacks To video store snacks uh, Coca-Cola Has those uh, What are those uh, uh, Those bottles Where the, the normal You know
2: Twist off are. Yeah
1: Yeah those plastic ones Whatever Yeah they always running a promotion of like you know you could have like a, a get your next one free There's or whatever a code under K- it. Or no, but then before this is like a, I remember, yeah, there'd be yeah. every now and then. It anyway, you know, was yeah. yeah. like uh, y- yep. y- a free one. Buddy Mike Starr was able to figure out how to look underneath <laughs> and see because he could just see because it wasn't so much
0: you could read it, it like the but co- like there was a little bit of leeway at the top yeah, of yeah. No Liquid so you could see
1: yeah yeah but also yeah. like if it was the code it was straight across but if it was like you you win or whatever like the, the wording was like in the middle different or whatever so yeah. like you kind of see you just kind of see so what we do is every time we'd stock it we would go through and be able to see we put all the ones the winners were side and we put it all the way to the uh, left, I think it was, where the uh, where the uh, where the door was, so it's, like the hard to reach one, so <laughs> we'd open the door. So that's where we'd stash all the winter ones. So if we wanted to soda, we would just go Oh yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> we'd just do it like yeah, I want a soda you want too? And just like would grab it and like before giving me money, to so the register and open it and be like open it and look at it and be like, Oh my god, I won. <laughs> <laughs> For the camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and it's <and> like <laughs> throw it, we'd throw it in the register and be like, Wow, congratulations. Wow, I won too. I can't believe <laughs> it. So that. <yeah, laughs> Manager must have known something was up, like at the end of the month, we had like forty caps. Like, wow, people are really
0: winning a lot of these. Yeah, weird. Oh, that's all you had to do when the when someone got a free one, just take the cap. Probably not. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, what kind of system is that? Who told us? Who no one told us. Well, I'm assuming like you
1: would get it. Like, you wouldn't open it until you buy it, right? You open it, you're like, oh, I won. And the next time you go to get one, you're like one thing like, and here's I have the cap. This. Yeah. I have no idea.
0: And I it, be honest, it's like a manufacturer coupon. They have to. Yeah, we don't know. So like, they pay Blockbuster. Yeah,
1: well, here's a tip. Like, if you ever actually win one of those things and go to the place, the people who work there have no idea. Do yeah. you think Coca-Cola briefs <laughs> 7-Eleven on what to do? 7-Eleven I mean, plays on what to, to do? But
0: they're no yeah, of course of not.
1: Yeah. You know, so you just go there. Oh, look, I buy, get it. Be like, okay. Like, I, I worked at a Walgreens. I worked at plenty of places where they go, like, hey, I, I, I won one. Here's the package. I'm like, okay, you won one. Just stick it in there. Just and, take it, yeah. <laughs> you know, no one ever said, I think you're supposed to go online or mail it in and get one. Yeah, I'm I don't sh- think you're supposed to just go to the store and be like, "Here, like, I got this, this. Is currency now." Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I work a like I work a Walgreens and be like, oh, "Like, I want a Coca Cola one, but can I get this Pepsi instead?" Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, literally do whatever you do want. Do I look like I give a shit? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even like I wouldn't like well, I, mean, I can't ring it up. There's no barcode. on it hand to me. like, "Okay, great." And I put a thing like, "I'm the one that stopped them from stealing." Yes, I'm confirming you got this free one.
0: Unbelievable. Uh, anyway, yes, I think snacks. it's time for. Uh, what did you watch?
2: What? You
0: hear? <laughs> um, I don't know what tone you were doing there. We can do uh, if Insidious is gonna be the main. So event. you did uh Dave Chappelle already. Yeah. Uh, you should start with Before I Wake. So Netflix, yeah. Let me do a backstory on before I wake. Please. Before I wake is a movie that Mike Flanagan made in twenty filmed in twenty thirteen. Filmed it. And was intended for release in twenty fifteen. Where is that
1: twenty thirteen? Where is that? He you already come he didn't come out with Hush?
0: No, nothing yet, nothing. So, so like first movie This was made. made before Hush. It was made before Gerald's Game, yeah, and it was made is, before uh, Ouija Two. Okay, but it didn't come out until now on Netflix. Because I'm sure Netflix, when they whatever deal he struck with Gerald's Game, I'm yeah. sure he was like, and and Hush is like, yeah, could you also do something with this, the movie that I made that is not out yet.
1: Probably they probably pay to get it uh, produced, and I will tell you why I think that when uh, we get to this. Okay,
0: so yeah, this is movie that just was made a long time ago, it was yeah. never released. Mike Flanagan tweeted even even tweeted a few things about it. Oh,
1: Oculus is in two thousand thirteen.
0: Yeah, did that you see that fuck, I love Oculus.
1: I hated it, but I think Oculus was his first. His like, first like big one. Yeah, so I think he also made a
0: Sentia. He had written Absentia make, was before that.
1: Make believe still life. Uh, Ghosts of Hamilton Street Are these like shorts? Uh, no but they look like uh, Not horror movies Like okay. probably like Just direct to Who gives a shit
0: Direct to who gives a shit But Ghost of Hamilton shit. Street Looks
1: like a romantic movie And still life is Details The trials and tribulations Of four student photographers Who collaborate on one final project Before graduation Fuck you forever That
0: sounds terrible well, the, this movie's interesting that it was delayed for so long because it has two big stars in it. It was Kate Bosworth and Tom Jane, I, and actually the kid's the star now too, Jacob yeah.
2: Tremblay. Well, I, think he, I think did he did room after. I
1: think he was banging with the with the hotness from um, uh, uh, Oculus. Oculus was a hit, man. Oculus was a huge hit. It's great. I did not care for it, but like it was a big fucking movie, um. So I could see with Oculus in the cut, he was able to get these guys uh, coming at him. It says hush. It was 2016, and so was
0: Before I Wake.
1: So, Before I Wake, did it come out? Maybe like. It, it had a p-
0: screening, you know, it's been screened before. Yeah, it just wasn't picked out. It wasn't, it wasn't distributed. Wait. Yeah. It got caught up in that. What's that company that fell under? Uh, Relativity. Okay. It was bought by them, and then they went under, and it just hasn't been able to. Yeah, we love Ouija too. So Someone ou- needed to buy it and distribute it. Lo-
1: loved Ouija Origin of Evil. was surprised at how much I liked that. Yeah. Gerald's game was great. Yeah. Uh, w- very impressed with Hush. Yep. So he's got. uh, So yeah, makes perfect sense that he's like, "Can you please put out this thing that I I made a while ago?" Will you buy this movie from Relativity Media? Can can you please uh, get me a little bit more of debt? So it's finally on Netflix. I watched it over the weekend, and I gotta say, it uh, it's not that great. Mm. So I'm watch this movie, and the gist of it is, um, Thomas Jane and what's her name? Kate Bosworth. They lost a child. And they decide to adopt another child roughly around the same age. And they're, they're, they're still grieving. To I mean, would you ever stop grieving losing a child, especially like an infant? or Not, not infant. Probably like, not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> d- uh, th- this would be mild spoiler alert, to tell you the truth. I'm not really spoiling. There's not, like, big twists in it, so whatever. Uh, their son dead, drowned in the tub. Uh, I, I, I'm going to put this kid at like, five years old maybe, maybe six. Okay. Kindergarten, first grade age. Just, like, was
0: by himself and stayed under.
1: Apparently, yeah. Uh, mom wasn't paying attention and just it's, <laughs> couldn't get out, you know. Um so they clearly are putting the pieces back together. Their marriage looks to be, you know, recovering the best it can, and they decide they're going to adopt the boy that came from a abu- uh, seemingly abusive household. Uh, the father tried to kill the son. Okay. The mother was the mother died, and then the father tried to kill the son. I bet the father and tried mother. to
0: kill him because he probably killed the the wife or something crazy. Yeah, Did I just figured it out. Well, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, sort of <laughs> yeah. no. So
1: they bring the son in, talking with him. The little boy's very nice, very gracious. They're hitting it off and being like, he's a very sweet kid. They're very loving parents. They got a good home. Clearly, make money doing something. So it's like this seems like the optimal environment for a a, a boy from a who's a foster child to come into. You know, they seem very loving and very attentive to their to this kid. And he mentions pretty much early on that like, you know, he's a spe- They're like, oh, he's such a special kid or whatever. The whole scene We're talk about butterflies He goes to sleep And suddenly the parents Notice like just butterflies All throughout the house And they disappear And they're like What the fuck was that And then the next night They tell the son about uh, Their uh, The new son about Their old son And then that night So he dreams about it And the boy shows up For a little bit And just they have like A moment with him And the boy disappears So they figure it out Right away
0: And while they're like Oh my god so he's like, so special We can feed his dreams <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're so special. And by, by the way, they're in they're in grief counseling and this grief therapy thing that they're doing along with it. That's kind
0: of a cool premise. Yes.
1: Well, here's the issue with the movie. He also don't mention- spoil too much of it. Oh, I will Well, well I'll say this. He also mentions that there's he has nightmares or there's this thing in his nightmares that, he's, that the canker man. I think they call it. Canker man. Conquer man. So about like the like canker, canker, canker boy. source. Source. Uh, yeah. No. Like <laughs> can- I think it's pronounced canker. Uh, just like and like this really like. Feeble, CGI-looking, sunken eyes, pale, tall, looks crossing like a skeleton and an alien that's kind of like, comes and just, well, he also manifests that. I and mean, that's just manifesting that. And when that shows up, that can kill people in real
0: life. Oh, good.
1: So this thing that's manifested as nightmares that comes true is what killed his mom. And the dad wanted to of kill. Yeah. You know, but then couldn't bring himself to do it so he's in a a mental institution because you know like trying to
0: because he says his kid was like there was some yeah you know just
1: like just like like, like, it was abusive to his son and then just being like yeah oh no this thing he manifests absorbed my wife because he's missing there's no dead body it's like it absorbed my wife and they're like okay yep then that place with you so then it's kind of like this balance of like the parents want to, they're all like, "Hey, let's watch these old uh, videos we have of our son on Christmas." So they keep the only thing you can really conjure up is these feelings of this ki- this Christmas day over and over again. And the boy being like, "Thank you for the train set or whatever," and mm-hmm. the parents are like, "How? What are we doing here?" We're like, "We're telling this new boy about our old son." The movie is a metaphor for getting over grief, sure, and how this what the, oh, the new son came from an abusive relationship, and uh, the new family lost a child, and. Trying to deal with grief Is difficult But you need to move past it And if you dwell on it The monster is the metaphorical Problem with dwelling on past grief So the whole movie is like Letting go Sure This is why I think the movie Took a while to come out And this is why I think Netflix stepped in It's like heavy It's not really a horror movie It's, it's more like, a, like a sad It's more like Coming to terms with Should we keep doing this or we not And it also has this like Monster kind of showing up in it, And yes Eventually absorbs some people I won't say who <laughs> um, but I feel like there's a lot of like jump scares in it well there, that's how I feel like there is a lot of jump scares in it and I kind of feel like look at the jump scares I'm like I think these were added later because they're like close-ups of people's faces as like monsters like Bleh! and like in na- nightmares or whatever you just think it was I don't think, think that wasn't the movie he made yeah I think I think he made make. something that was more like using this idea this this monster in, that comes in the dreams and they're like we need to make a it a horror and movie and they're kid. like look we need to sell this as a horror movie you're the horror guy we gotta add some fucking horror to it like the ending had not, This is not. Um, plot wise but theme wise the ending was a lot like that uh, the ending of Gerald's Game with the Moonlight Man where once we think that the, the the thing that this movie's about is over Yeah. it's like man we spent 20 minutes on another thing of just being like and then we did this and then we did that and then, and then this and then we went to this and They're it turns like, out this who and that. cares like oh my god like ah. over explaining the ending a lot and I just thought like Ooh. oh yeah and there's an ending that's a flashback to when he was a kid that I feel like I think they. Ta- I th- really feel like they maybe went into some reshoots to kind of put a button on what everything really meant. It's you know what? It's not bad. It's just fine. I don't think it was that scary. I thought I'll c- watch. I thought it the CGI was kind of whack too. Yeah, check it out. See what you think.
0: Uh, were you talking about it? Reminded me of a movie I saw what 14 years ago now. What's that? What's that? Remember Godsend? I don't think so. Was that? It starred Greg Kinnear and Rebecca Romaine stamos No, I never saw. And that. it was about their kid died, and they have it cloned by Doctor Robert De Niro. <laughs> and What's then the go- godsend and then the kid is like a d- i don't remember the why he's scary but like he starts doing cr- it's scary it's a horror movie yeah um
1: it's like pet cemetery like hey we could bring him back from the dead like Ugh. yeah And for some reason they're super crazy and violent
0: i mean i don't, I don't remember the what happened in the movie i just remember it was like a pg-13 horror-esque movie that i saw in theaters that so seems like a black
1: mirror episode where like it's like Oh, the technology where we had that for like a long time. Where now parents don't watch their children
0: because if they die, it's just like, oh, it's, it's cool. like all right, I'll get another <laughs> one. Okay, you know, yeah.
1: Like, oh, <laughs> your son broke his neck.
0: Get rid of him. All right. What else did we watch? Um, I watched Margaret, which you hated. Oh, yeah, I hate that. Movie. I watched it's right, the it's so Kenneth boring. Lonergan movie that it was filmed five years before it came out, which was even then that was a long time ago. Now, so like, it look, it's just it's just this weird relic from the past that had this crazy post production where. They cut it down at two and a half hours to get it in theaters. He clearly went, yeah, he clearly made a very, very long movie. Even there's a four-hour cut, apparently.
1: Yeah, the suf- that suffered from the studio being like, we can, no, one's, no one's coming to see your six-hour movie. Yeah,
0: dude. so he ended up making a two-and-a-half-hour movie, which he doesn't like. He doesn't disown that one. He just says, I made all... He doesn't even call it a director's cut. He says it's an extended version of the same movie. Fine. So I watched that. I watched a three-hour cut because it was playing... Uh, uh, the quad right now is doing a series. It's just all director's cuts. Yeah, it's actually really great. I'm gonna go next Saturday. I've never, if you can believe this, you're gonna yell at me. What? I've never seen The Abyss.
1: Wow, really? Yeah, dude, you're gonna love it. Yeah, how about th- th- The Abyss? Th- is director's is so cut. Good. Is that the one you've seen? I don't know. I've seen what I know. He's seconds. done a lot of. That's like one that you're has gonna fucking love. Next that Saturday, movie. I'm gonna go. Dude, you're gonna see it and you're gonna be like, of course. Of yeah. Co-. Like, I've never seen The Abyss. I think people will look at it, it's it's the connection between Terminator, Aliens, and Titanic. You know Interesting. what I mean? You know just in the sense of like I don't like, know
0: anything about it. I don't know what it's about. Okay, in the sense of like Is
1: he made amazing movie? huge action movies, not really. He made a hu- amazing huge action movies, then he makes arguably the best dra- best drama of all time, like the biggest movie of all time. Yeah. It's like how did we get from here to there? Then you watch The Abyss and it has, it's like the perfect blend of like big budget production and story. But it's like Ed Harris is amazing yeah. in it. Who else? Who's the lead in that? Uh, the, I, I thought it was Ed Harris. I don't know. No, the one, uh, the woman, dude, it's fucking awesome. You're gonna love it. You may cry, really, or be like, "Wow, yeah, it's the so good." The
0: Star is uh, uh, Mary Elizabeth Masterinani Nino. Wasn't
1: did she was in NYPD Blue, or she was She's a huge TV star. Either before, or after that, can you click on her real quick?
0: Oak Park, Illinois. Yeah. Did it say what show she was on? Um, I'm sure it does. Yeah, you know her right? From Scarface Oh, she's in Scarface No, she's, no, no, uh, no, 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 no,
1: no Oh, she was, um, I'm saying no, Robin Hood She was uh, Robin Hood, made West Marian. Side Story she The made Perfect Made Marianne and, and Robin Hood Sorry, everyone Not TV actress
0: uh, Television, she was on Without a Trace In Law and Order, CI, Blue Bloods Alright uh, So, yeah So, they're Do doing this series on director's cuts I feel like you're
1: going to so, see Abyss and be like Holy shit, I can't believe I have seen this before You're going to love it yeah, I'm I excited. guarantee you're gonna love it. Well, oh. this
0: series is cool. I'm glad it's happening. So they did this this Margaret cut, which I thought was hard to get. Which I found out after I went to the basically the, the, the short of it is I went to the mm-hmm. screening and it was sold out. Yeah. Kenneth Kind Lonergan was there. I guess that was why it was sold out. Like yeah, I don't care. I hate yeah. Q and A's. Yeah. by
1: the way, yeah, Manchester by the Sea, fucking hated that movie. I liked it, but I it's fucking sad. It's boring. <laughs> 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 boring. I don't
0: think it was boring. So I don't think I don't think this was boring either. Even though it was three hours, I did take it did take me two. I did finish it this morning. I guess yeah, that's a testament to it the,
1: sto- the story with her And the bus driver And the story about Her when she finally Connects with the people Who like Related to the victim And how kind of Shitty they were That's the movie that, Sure ev- Everything else was like Who gives a
0: fuck No That's what's okay. so annoying about it So it's a movie about I think
1: Everything I told you this off mic But I'll say it again It is sh- Like wh- what Schenectady New York Was kind of making fun of It's a guy Who made a movie About a character And every person Connected to that character Also gets a story it's, you go oh her parents and the teacher that she's has been yeah and, and whatever <laughs> that, her friends and everything you're just like oh my god everyone has a long fucking scene or like story like dude no fuck you I hate that ad, I just hate the whole conceit of like what if I did something about everyone in I it don't think it, that I think you missed the point what's I the point
0: I don't know I think it's a movie about um, like what it means to do the right thing and like how that idea could morph yes through time what, and does,
1: it how, do with, what does it do with her, her friends or her family or her teacher or all that stuff it could have just been like the accident, the guy who It's all did it character
0: building for her. It's like, you know, she her the opening scene she's caught cheating on a test. And like it's all it's all about in her naive her character. I fucking hate her character. I hate Anna yeah. Paquin's the lead. There's no one named Margaret in the movie. It's a reference to some fucking poem. Yeah. The character's name is Lisa. Lisa is this seventeen year old girl who's a seventeen year old girl has a seventeen year old brain, thinks it's seventeen year old things. And New York City lives in New York. And City. she's very privileged New York. Yeah. She lives it's her basically a theater actor. The
1: the, the character from uh, girls.
0: Like Lena Dunham's character Yeah sure. Lena Dunham
1: in high school The, the, the idea of like Incredibly spoiled Pain in the ass Teenager yes, girl Who thinks she it's knows like, everything So
0: it's about It's an interesting premise In which She witnesses an accident she, Not only does she Witness an accident She kind of causes An accident she's, sure. she's distracting A bus driver Who's wearing Mark Ruffalo. actually Mark She's distracting she's great Mark, in it Yeah Mark Ruffalo is wearing a cowboy hat, and she happens to be looking for a cowboy hat at the time. So she's literally like running alongside a bus, being like, "Hey, where'd you get that cowboy hat?" And it's kind of like this weird flirty little moment. And he's and also he's, like, he's also he's like, playing a, he's talking to her like back, like yeah. he's like, "What do you, my hat, what?" And he's not paying attention, and he runs a le- red light, and uh-huh. he kills a lady. He yes. kills Allison Janney, actually. Yeah. In a horrifying scene. That scene will stick with me, man. Like I don't her, remember. It's a woman getting hit by a bus. You see her leg in the street. Oh, yeah. And then, and then like, Anna Paquin's kind of holding Anna Paquin's her. there holding her, you know, unbeknownst to her, but she kind of caused this thing. Mm-hmm. And then like the scene after that, after she dies in her fucking arms in this horrifying scene, uh, is her lying with the police right away. Like, there's not even – she's looking at Mark Ruffalo. He's looking at her from a distance, and she kind of, in her own mind, you can kind of see, like, goes, like, I have to protect this guy. Yeah. So she said it was a green light. And then, like, you know, it goes through the motions, and, of course, like, nothing happens to the guy. It was an accident. Yeah. Life moves on. Yeah. But for, for for Lisa, she can't let it go, and she eventually wants to change her statement. And she's like – and, like – and because it, well, it wasn't was it also ca- it's not because she hang on but wasn't yeah. it also i guess
1: it doesn't really matter she felt that if we can if they can get it blamed on the MTA they'll pay the victim's family some money to kind of be like yes because she finds out that's that the, the not
0: co- what she wanted at all that's not she doesn't give a fuck about the money she ends up wanting to get this guy fired and in the process ends up getting these money grubbing assholes of her family money that they didn't even know they were due you know yeah so like she ends up it's just like all these moral it's compl- the complexities of it yeah yeah so it's like all about like well, and you and you think about it it's like, mm, is she trying to be a good person or is she trying to fucking make everyone as guilty as she is? Yeah, well, she's ch- like,
1: which children do? It's just exactly. kind of being like, like I didn't do it, you did do. It. Okay, fine, but everyone's guilty. Then. It
0: was a brilliant. I thought
1: it was a brilliant movie about that. No, it's 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 yeah. brilliant, and it, it's a brilliant movie. It's plus, long. I plus, I don't want to watch it again. Plus, <laughs> an hour and forty-five minutes of just twaddle. Dude, I'm sorry. Yes, when you say things like that, I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea for a movie, and there's great performances into it, but it's so fucking long, dude. And it has, it's like, so opera weaved into it, and I it's know. all dealing with all this and stuff. And yeah. there's so many characters so that, yeah. that, that get scenes where you're like, this could have been... This person could stay in the movie, but they going just be,
0: say the thing to her, you The know? Culkin that's in it, Kieran Culkin. I know. He's like, a fucking... Pretentious asshole. Um, I liked it there's a lot. A, there's a way more concise way to tell it. I'm and sure. And I got to say, is. I agree with the studio.
1: This should have been cut down to an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Maybe two hours. And by the way, it's like um, uh, uh, Manchester by the Sea, where there's no.
0: A lot of overlapping dialogue and stuff. But like
1: also, that. no, like, tonally no ups and downs. It is like a flat line of sadness. There's no. The arguments aren't that explosive, and the conversations aren't that, like, muted. It's just, like, the same pace. The, the, so I just feel like it just feels so long. It's just like people in rooms talking. That's how you gonna describe this movie. Like, yeah. Like whatever. The performances are great. Mark Ruffalo is great in it, but it's
0: really and Mar- Matt Damon has a brief role. Ba- Matthew Broadwick has an insanely brief role. It's yeah. It's a, it's a strange movie. I'm glad I saw it. Uh, it's hard to recommend. I, I, yeah. If you're into, I mean, I recommend it to people who are into three-hour yeah. art films. If you like the, uh, well, if
1: you liked the uh, Manchester by the Sea, what was the play that he wrote? This is our youth. Yeah, isn't that what the, it's Or called? the youth today or whatever. I think it's just our youth. You know that the thing that every fucking uh, college student did in uh in uh, college theater person did to, like prove that they were so like uh arty and deep or right. whatever was like three junkies fighting teenage junkies or whatever whatever. Um if you like that shit, then this would be like this the is, yeah, yeah, this is like the most masturbatory thing this guy's ever done. But it, I'm telling you, it reminds me <laughs> so much of Charlie Kaufman's Seductic Sh- in New York. It, I mean, Charlie Kaufman might be making fun of uh, Kenneth Lonergan in, in that movie. Like, I want to know where those two kind of reside if Seductic in New York came out after, uh, after th- this movie. Because, like, it, if what came out after that movie? Uh, it's Shanexia. You know, have you seen in New York? One of my favorite movies. Yes. Yeah. Like, can Carly you, you now look at uh, uh Philip Phil- Seymour Hoffman's character and be like, that might be Kenneth? Kenneth sure. Yeah, no. Kenneth Lonergan? What's his
0: name? Lonergan. Yeah. Um, and it looks like you, him. His first writing credit is mm. an episode of the TV show Doug. Everyone's got to eat. Tuned. Everyone's got to eat. I know. And then his next one is Analyze This. I forgot that he wrote that.
1: Yeah, but he adapted it,
0: right? Yes. It, it, was, it was
1: originally a, a, a guy's one man show. And then he had death, right? It's based on a woman. or it was a movie that was made before and it kind of sucks, so they redid it. Yeah, Peter Tolan. Yeah. Right? I don't Whatever. know. I guess so. Okay, great. Yeah, analyze this. this is hilarious.
0: Uh, what, He wrote Gangs of New York?
1: He probably came in and wrote parts of it. Damn. Yeah, I'm an sure Interesting he, career. I'm sure he's amazing. Hire gun to come in and be like, help me with this character development. How do people talk in the scene? But when he gets to do everything, it's like, ugh, you get Manchester by the Sea. And you're just like, thanks for this news. For this. Although he has a hilarious part in Manchester by the Sea. You remember he's w- in
0: this too. He's the dad. He plays his yeah. Anna Pacquin's dad. Uh, she I was lo- great in it, by the way, but her character—I I know, yeah—it's hard. I mean, I, it's I, hard to watch that person. For dare
1: I whisper? Lena Dunham is good in girls.
0: You don't hate her; you hate the character. Oh no, but I it, think she's wonderful in girls. I yeah. think she's an incredible writer too. Yeah, I, just, uh, just a, she's she, an insufferable person.
1: Yeah, and she and she <laughs> made the most insufferable character. You just like
0: and like her real life persona is just as bad or maybe worse. But like there are episodes that show that she won Emmy's because of her fucking writing. The ones the ones that she writes are very fucking good. Yeah,
1: well, you know, she's great. You get the good or the bad. Uh, anyway, I do not care for Margaret. You like it, fine. All Ooh. right,
0: uh, let's move on to the main events, plural. But we'll save Mercedes for last. Okay. Uh, What do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about The Lure first. Yeah, The Lure. The Lure, I had no idea what I was getting into. Really? It was on a lot of people's lists for, like, most best movies of the year. They really liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's set in the 80s. It's Polish, and it's a – I'm going to call it a musical uh, comedy horror fusion because there are moments of horror. It's like uh, when these – so it's about two girls who are mermaids, and they get caught up with this band that – I don't know if they tour around. They kind of just play the same club. Yeah, it's like it's a
1: club that has like strippers and women who uh, who
0: perform entertainment. The band is called Figs and Dates, which I thought was great. I don't know why. Uh,
1: I'm sure there's something behind that. Uh, Yeah.
0: Um, So. Uh, the sound design right away from the opening scene was like, the opening scene is really cool. It's the two girls emerging from the water, mm-hmm. seeing this band like, you know, hanging out by the water and just being drunk and like playing acoustic guitar. Yeah. And they start singing their like siren song. And they're kind of enamored by them. They're in a- Yeah. And then like, I thought they were going to murder these people. Yeah. But, and then it cuts to the title card and then they're like in the band now. Yes. They're like, they, they sell, they like show the, the scene where they reveal to their boss, like what they are like. They have them strip naked, and then he, she throws he throws water on one of them, or he yeah. throws water on them, and they sprout these giant, not sexy at all, yeah. mermaid tails. Ones.
1: I want to want uh, to uh, mention something real quick. This movie's like a fantasy reality sort of
0: movie in yes. the sense of like they Like no one's batting an eye. This club, this club. Wait, okay. I thought we weren't recording. We we're recording. Go okay. Ahead. This club <laughs> is like
1: they're called like, Oh, we have all types of entertainment here. Men come here to be entertained, and like it's kind of. They're, they're, they're the house band They're like the only CD band Underground And they have Club. a lead singer Who's like an older woman Who kind of Sometimes naked And dances sexy And sings And now they've been asked To now be like The new act But you really don't get A lot of the world Outside of this And yes No one ever goes Whoa Mermaids are weird It's just like We've all accepted This is like a normal
0: thing To be like The weirdest thing yeah. Is that like When he was showing them off He like scans their fin thing And like finds like a Like, a, like, a, like an open wound It looks like Like a the, the, the vaginas. It's like a yeah, he's like, yeah, that'll that'll work. Oh, we should, can fuck that. Should also say really that weird. when
1: they're human forms with legs, they have no genitals above. Yeah, they're like Barbie dolls. They have yeah, nothing. They have nothing
0: there. Yeah. Yeah. So weird as hell. The way it's shot is very interesting. The the sound design's great.
1: Looks kind of like a Baz Luhrmann film. Yeah, at some point it's like very sequences.
0: lavish. Yeah. This movie would never get made here. It's just totally fucking crazy.
1: It, it plays out like a um like but, a like a nursing room parable. Didn't you say it's supposed to be a it's a, like
0: kind of based on the same thing that Little Mermaid is based yeah on, based on what it's based on not the
1: Disney version of
0: right, it. right right um, I liked it I'm mm-hmm. gonna say I liked it it's very interesting it's very interesting um, it made me laugh a lot like yeah. the like, I think it was partly because the musical numbers like I love I'm gonna say right here uh, the, we opened with the song of it I love the music for it sure I thought the music was really cool uh, the lyric I laughed a lot because like the lyrics didn't translate too great a lot not. of the time. Yeah. And it was so funny, the things they say. Like, we are gloomy as hell. We yeah. are sad all the time. Um, so it had, like, the annoying musical, like, we're singing, what's happening stuff that I didn't actually think... I think that took away from it a little for me. Like, I don't really... Sure. It was, it was a little much. But I liked the music so much that I didn't really mind. Um, it's just a weird movie. And it goes in this weird direction of, like, you. it kind of makes up its mythology as it goes. It's like, okay, so this one... Uh, they have, they all seem to have the power to like make men pay attention to them, and I, it also extends to seduce women. them. Is a power yeah. of seduction. Yeah. So they have this like—that's why I think they're good in, in the club, or why the band, or like the guy likes them so much because like hmm. I think like they're manipulating people into giving more money and all that shit. Dude, it's exactly what it's about. Right. I mean,
1: you know, it, it more specifically, it's about uh the nature of femininity and how uh men exploit it. That's what yes. this movie's about.
0: So, and then it also, like, as far as, like, the, the weird mermaid plot of the movie goes, like, mm-hmm. this girl, one of them, they're called Golden and Silver, Silver falls for a human, and, like, you're told, hey, if you fall in love with a human, and then he goes with another woman, that's not a, you know, it goes with another human, yeah. you will turn to sea foam, a.k.a. you just disappear. So this
1: idea of, like, don't necessarily fall in love with so, uh, a man unless you know it's real because if it turns right. out not to be
0: real you'll die. Yeah, and also there's this thing where like, you know, they're eating men. One of them is eating men and killing them. Yeah, like there's that's two. They,
1: yeah, one's a kind of like the, the the eviler one or whatever. Cuz yeah. cuz they also have the power to seduce men and yeah. then lure them in and then eat them.
0: Yeah, so it's really interesting. Uh the there's another wrinkle is that the girl who falls in love, she can she wants to do a she does she wants to do a surgery. That takes away her fin and gives her human legs and a pussy.
1: Yeah, because she wants to be. She wants he, oh, he says, I, I, I can't be with a fish. It's unnatural. Yeah. And not, not in those many words, but like, I can't
0: no, be with an he animal. he's pretty
1: cold the way he yeah. said to her. He's it's like, like you'll beautiful. always be a fish. They're always to me. kissing and stuff, and like, it's just kind of the thing is like, sorry, you're a fish. So she goes. She and goes she, and gets uh,
0: yeah. uh, legs and a pussy, and then she's informed, she's informed before it happens. If that happens, you, you lose your voice. You won't have. She's becomes yeah. a mute, <laughs> and she can't. Which again, like we're dan- dancing
1: around elements of uh, the Little Mermaid. Oh, this is this is the same text that uh, the Little Mermaid. I don't really from. remember
0: the Little Mermaid. What it's about? The Disney one. Yeah, it's her. And a does she want to fuck a human man? Uh yeah, she wants, right. She
1: wants to go on land. Her father kind of forbids it, so she goes behind his back to where the the evil the evil squid woman is. Like, yeah, I'll grant you the wish, but something like the guy's got to fall in love with you by this point, or if not. Uh, I Get Your Voice, I think it was. Oh, is that, oh, so what is send. that? Yeah, b- Similar. Okay. But also, uh, I think in, in The Little Mermaid, she's also, once she goes on land, she's a mute. So she can't explain to the guy why he should fall in love with her, basically taking away... I mean, it's the same kind of idea. Like This movie's about how women who have strength, A, get exploited by men in this case. Uh, wow, you're so special. You should... Come to my club where I use you to seduce men so men will give me more money. So they're being prostituted out, basically. And then also, she falls in love with the man. So what does she do? She completely gives up her one gift, singing and talking. And also, what makes her special, being a mermaid for this guy who, spoiler alert, ultimately leaves her and she dies. That's what yeah. I mean. You, I mean, it's a great way of telling this, and that's why I want to say it's like a parable. Is that yeah, right? no, it's a,
0: well, yeah, sure. It's just I think it's
1: like a. It's based off a text, that's supposed to be a warning. to women, like, hey, don't let you're special. Don't let guys exploit you. If you're gonna fall in love with someone, you better make sure they're it's, serious about it. It's like it. A, just
0: a twisted version of a fairy tale.
1: But I like that idea of like being like. Uh, we look at it be like, oh, she fell in love with this guy and he left her, and she died. But that kind of goes back to the day, be like, hey, ladies, don't hit yourself to, to a guy unless you're absolutely positive he'll be with you forever. Because if he leaves you, you're out in the cold and you'll die. Because you can't take care of yourself
0: in the 1600s.
1: You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's like it's almost like Little Red Riding Hood all over again, where it's like, don't fall in love with a big bad wolf, which is a horny dude. <laughs>
0: right. I liked when they. Um they brought in like I was like, what are the male sea creatures like? If there's mermaids, there must be others. There was one guy and like he yeah. has like a metal band. Yeah,
1: and also but also like the like guy horns like,
0: removed. Like and one shit.
1: horn was cut out of him and one he
0: ripped out right yeah. out. Yeah. What was he supposed to be though? I don't know. It was just a sea creature of some What's sort not know Was creature? I just thought it was like a creature. He was some sea creature then. But that like, had horns. He like was helping them with like sea creature stuff the whole time. This
1: movie's yeah. a great adaptation of taking a classic, st- like, classic fairy tale. story, fairy tale, yeah. and applying it to Real world, but real and imp- that being said, I just thought it was just okay.
0: I liked it a lot. Um Very stylish. Very interesting. Very stylish. It's ninety minutes. It flew by. I did fall asleep in
1: the middle though. That's <laughs> really
0: funny. <laughs> uh, I recommend it. I liked it. Joe cautiously says it's okay. Yeah,
1: just okay. If if you ha- if it's on a service that you're already paying to stream, yeah, check it out. But I think like I wouldn't. I'd be. I wouldn't pay to see it. Okay.
0: Uh, what else?
1: Uh, oh, Hounds of Love. Yeah, Hounds of uh Hounds of Love. This one is like <laughs> completely polar opposite as far as like story and tone,
0: right? It is very upsetting this movie. Yep. It's Australian, is that yep. right? Yeah. Uh so uh, it's horror for sure, but it's more psychological torture drama, torture. Yeah. But you know what? They don't really show thank God. much at all. Yeah. And it's more effective because of it.
1: Yeah, you know that they're a number the so way it was shot like yeah. the
0: opening shot with like the very super slow-mo and like the shots of all the girls playing volleyball and yeah, shit yeah. it's really creepy really well done this is a debut feature i believe yeah also. so this
1: this is a story uh it's set in australia about a girl whose name escapes me she's kidnapped by a couple that's like uh very passionate for each other but also very violent towards each other uh they live in you know they're able to scoop her up one night and bring her back where they have for several years now, been kidnapping young girls, keeping them hostage in their apartment, and basically the husband has been uh, torturing and raping the girls for a while until they eventually uh, kill the girl and then move on to the next one. It's a couple that are doing this. Um, In this one, we see this girl that they get who we kind of get an idea of how the manipulation works. The movie is about this couple and how, as crazy as it sounds, and these things seem to happen a lot where a, a couple, a man and a woman, will be like, Kidnapping and torturing and raping someone, you just see how the guy is able to manipulate the girl and she's crazy and, and f- damaged, and he's taking advantage of that. And their are kind of shitty relationship and how fucked up it is, but somehow it's been working as they do this unspeakable thing. And now they've introduced this girl into the environment that's their new hostage. And she's not, she's like, you know, she's there when the relationship is also kind of at its breaking point. Right. So it's like even more volatile because you're like, oh my God, like, are these two going to kill each other or her at any moment? Like, it gets. Really fucking intense. I mean, well, her family's all looking for her, so it's very tense. You know, hostage. How are we gonna get out of this sort of uh, sort of movie? But the it is an interesting character study. These two characters again, the uh, the abuser and the abusee, You know, the guy sure. the guy who's clearly manipulating and taking advantage of a of a, of a weak abused woman. Getting her to do his bidding. I mean, the way that the the woman relationship talks to the girl they're keeping her kidnapped, being like, "Yeah, you think you're so If only if only you didn't sneak out to go to this party. This is your fault. You know, but your parents aren't even looking for you. They're like, like oh, you think you're so special, not just being like this.
0: Yeah, it's mommy issues. Yeah, yeah. Because she then you find out more about her. Her kids were taken away. Her kids were taken so away. So
1: see that she is dealing with this situation by being by instantly." putting all the blame on the person they've kidnapped. Right. Which is interesting just to be like this is your fault, you get what you deserve. There's no way out of this. And, and like he loves me, that's why I'm helping you. There's a part where they this isn't really spoiling it, but you can imagine there's a part where they think she she tries to escape and doesn't. And then he turns around and being like, "Do you ever, well, how would you feel if you never saw me again?" How would you? she's like, "How would you feel if you never saw me again?" She's like, "Please no, no." Anything with that. He's like, "If she walks if she gets out of here, that's going to happen." And she yeah. you just see her just being like, anything but that like is as much as this guy makes her life a living hell the thought of not being with him is like terrifying for her so clearly she has abuse issues
0: yeah so this movie it's very well made yeah yeah uh it's really well done it's as i said earlier it's very restrained they do Mm -hmm. not show explicitly like the rape and the torture but oh it's there you know it's there she looks more and more horrible the whole time um and it's 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 loosely based apparently on some uh, uh, stuff that happened in Australia. The I David and Catherine Burney.
1: I feel like a version of this has happened a lot, where well, yeah, couples like couple kidnap and torture people.
0: This particular one is in Perth, Western Australia. They murdered four women ranging from fifteen to thirty-one in their home in 1986, and tried to murder a fifth. Jesus. Yeah. So it's kind of based on that, but I mean, they clearly they did use that as a launching pad for like maybe trying to explain what it, like why what would drive you know, a, co- a woman to allow this to happen to another woman in her home.
1: Yeah, why and like yeah, what is the like dynamic? How do they that? get here? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um and as a as a study of the rela- of that relationship, it's a very good movie. I thought it was yes, really it's, interesting. It's
1: fascinating and horrifying how it takes the abuser and the abusee to uh, kinda like abusive relationships to the next level of like, look at what this guy can manipulate this woman to do. It's just like, holy shit is this guy like this guy's just fucking bad news, and it's not like oh, I'm a crazy like I'm gonna just like the way he talks to her. One minute he's just being so romantic, just swooning her with like all this fucking you know lover talk, and then the next minute just verbally just being like screaming at her and threatening to kill her and abusing her and abusing her her pets and stuff. You're just like holy fuck, dude! Like the shit gets. Uh, it's brutal. Yeah. It's
0: not a fun movie to watch. Um, and I don't want to recommend it to like you know torture porn horror fans either because it's like it's not that's not what you're getting. You're getting like a like a, a character like study, a, a yeah. character study drama yeah. that's gonna like sit with you and make you feel bad.
1: Yeah, I think I didn't think it was bad, but I certainly was just like oof, oh, brother. Yeah, no, it's not fun. I yeah. didn't
0: enjoy watching it, but I have to tip my hat to the the filmmaking. It was good. It was well done. Yeah. Uh, this one's on Hulu, and you can watch it now. And it's in English. They just have accents. <laughs> it's fine.
1: Very good. Um, all right, so ready for the main event. Main event, yeah.
0: Insidious: The Last Key, which if you were thinking that title meant it was the final entry, no. Uh its box office reception this weekend Prove that that is <laughs> not going to happen. You kidding me? It'll never stop making these. So movies. yeah, these movies have all been made for under ten million. In fact, the first one was one point five, if you can believe it. That's One point five. I just love as much that movie. The same as Saw. Wow. Um, so yeah, what do po- want? Lay, Lay. Lay yeah. G-
1: that guy's fucking amazing.
0: He's written all of these. Yeah,
1: and he's star- now he's starting them too. He's, he's starting all of them
0: too. But yeah, this one they really <laughs> up his role, which I think is to the detriment yep. of the movie. We'll get into um, that. But yeah, so just uh, history of the franchise. I guess the first one made you know it was made for one point five. It opened, mm-hmm. I think opening weekend to like thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one. After the first one was a huge hit, uh, that one had legs and it did really well. Yeah. The second one went on to make forty million opening weekend. Yeah. The third one, which I like a lot, uh, opened to twenty two, which is almost half of what the second entry did. So you, everyone thought that you know the pendulum swinging uh, in the other direction. It's like mm-hmm. this movie's gonna, they're gonna they're gonna make less and less. This new one just made twenty nine million this weekend. Which is, you know, I'm I'm happy as hell for any original horror to do well. Yeah, so it's a horror
1: franchise,
0: horror franchise, yes. So good on you guys. So it's good. Um, the movie itself is just okay enough for me to recommend it to fans of the series and say you will enjoy yeah. most of it, parts of it. Um, it is definitely the most unremarkable one. Yeah. in the series.
1: I think though. I said when we left the theater, like this series has become episodic. By that I mean, it's now turning into this paranormal group of people, threesome is just going to be going to a new situation to rid a place of ghosts forever. That movie, one thing I'll say about this movie, even though it's characters from the, uh, the the series, you didn't. I didn't need to know anything about the previous three to, to watch and understand this movie. Right. They go to, in this case, it's her childhood home. You kind of find out what her upbringing was like and you why, find out the more why she's the way she is. The first
0: time we get real backstory for yeah. Elise.
1: And they go to, you know, stop a ghost. And it's kind of like, yeah, it's just fine. I would say a good uh, date night movie or a good, uh, if, if, if you have a hard time, well, if you have a hard time with scary movies, why would you be listening to this podcast? But like, <laughs> a good movie for B-Word just kind like, of like, it has a couple of jump scares, you feel pretty good about how it ends, and at the end you're like, Goodbye forever. Like you'll have a hard time recalling Yo, what you saw. those it. jump
0: scares, though. Yeah, that's good. There are a few that yeah. we both were just laughing after because we got we got wrecked. Yeah, yeah, bad. yeah, but
1: but they're also kind of like you know it's it's a, it's a haunted house and it, the, the most of the action happens in
0: the basement. A lot of things
1: sneaking up behind you. There's a few. A lot of
0: open doors. A lot of yeah, basements. A lot of that. So it was yeah, it was just fine. Uh, it does its job. I don't want to like make it sound better than it is or worse than it is. It it works. It yeah. mostly works. It's just the script. Uh, I thought there's like a you know the third act like the thing that like solves the problem I thought was really dumb and didn't make any sense at all yeah um so like it left me with a bad taste in my mouth at the end yeah but I liked most of what came before it there's a clear effort to pass the baton to a younger younger lead yeah that does they do in this movie that I also thought was a little dumb like I most the best thing about this movie is that it's carried by a seven year old woman who is, is crazy a veteran right? actress yeah who is awesome in it
1: Robert Lynche.
0: Lynn Shea. Sister
1: of Robert Shea. Yeah. uh, The creator of Canon? No, New Line. Right. One of the most hated producers of all (laughs) time. That's right. Yeah. If you watch that uh, Nightmare on Elm Street documentary, fucking Wes Craven, the guy's got to bite his tongue off to say something nice about Robert Shea. Fucking hated Robert Shea.
0: Yeah. So this movie, but uh, I said a couple negative things about just then. A couple positive things. Oh, sure. There's a twist that Joe Mm -hmm. said was dumb that I thought was super clever way to make a boring haunted house narrative work a little more interestingly. Uh, do you want to say what it is? No, I don't.
1: Okay. We'll I know what you're talking about. And I thought like, I, I know you're talking about it. it. was stupid.
0: You thought it was stupid. I thought it was good. And then, uh, I thought it was stupid that they, they do the same uh-huh. twist twice. Nice.
1: Let's, let's do uh let's, let's, I want to speak
0: abstractly here.
1: The reason that I didn't think this movie was that great. And I think, I think what's happening with the, what's going to happen with the insidious series. This movie is a, uh, this movie's a sequel to the prequel, by right.
0: the way. It c- takes place before the original, so.
1: They put some stuff in this movie that was like, what can we do in a horror movie that hasn't been done in this franchise and not done in a lot of horror movies? And they're just like, oh, let's do a thing that's kind of like the opposite of what the audience is expecting, but kind of like an eye roll like, okay, whatever. Um, and I think Insidious, if I was Lee, if you look at Lee Wannell's work, because he's doing, Saw's his, right? Yeah. Is he having anything Insidious is his?
0: Yeah. Conjuring, right? I don't know if he's involved in Conjuring. Juan, uh, he, he worked with Juan on, uh, on uh, what is it called? Those other two that didn't do well. The Dead Silence and the Death Sentence, Yeah, I think.
1: I think, uh, I think if, if Lewano wants to continue a, a story and add and enrich the story that he's made, he's going to do the Saw movies forever. Every Saw movie references all the ones before it, right? Right. But I think for Insidious is going to become his standalone haunted idea movie because this one barely really has anything to do with the other ones. And a lot of the shit in this was, like, just standalone. Here's a new problem for it, and we solved it, goodbye. And I don't know, I I feel like, I don't want it to be, like... Let's keep doing more of the same, but I just felt like not every Insidious movie is gonna be like, you know, "What's that? A, a haunting in Bermuda? We're on our way. Ah, th- 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 ghosts on the beach." You know what
0: I did like a lot too? The design of the main demon was really cool. I thought, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, really scary. Yeah, really creepy and like imposing. So now the movie and he key fingers. Are they gonna become like uh, the
1: Hellraiser series, where it's gonna be like tangentially related to whatever the original thing was, and w- and. Just we need a, a standalone story. Here it is. Keep moving on.
0: The worst part for me was the fact that the LeJuanell character and the other one, Tucker and Specs, yeah. were so center stage in it. I think that I it honestly, was a bad move.
1: LeJuanell wants to get his payday. He wants to be the star of the movies. He doesn't want to be in the background character anymore. It wasn't. Yeah, sure that but his also, character was like the unfunniest. This is the unfunniest
0: comic relief. The, the gag the is that they are unfunny, but it's so unfunny that it's like I, I know stop. But also like that's like the most and also re- it gets really uncomfortably creepy. It, it, it was weird yeah, like, it, this,
1: that idea of like oh these guys they're buffoons and they're always like trying to like, hit on the girl they're kind of like they're like three stooges we're all like we're afraid to go down there you're like this is what you guys are. Right. It's like the the hackiest yeah. comic duo I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, like
0: why this? And then the other ones, they're more to the side. So it's like I, I I was always I've always been annoyed with them, but I've never been like they ruined this movie. They didn't ruin the movie, but they made it too a much. lot worse. Yeah, <laughs> um, if they weren't in it, I would have. If the if that self serious tone was different,
1: I just thought the whole thing was too. Um, whatever, nothing really like floated my boat. Nothing was like really like amazing. There's no huge. The twists were stupid. They also do something that references the first one, where I didn't really understand why they did that, and then th- they leave it on. Okay, here we go again, sort of like ending, you know. And
0: they end it where the, they they do the thing that Annabelle creation did, where mm-hmm. it just oh, op- it's the ending is now the beginning of actually the first Insidious movie. Oh, that was that. Yeah. I
1: thought okay, that was right because I didn't I didn't catch that till, but then I realized yeah, but then like why?
0: The timeline of this is all weird. But it, why it goes, it goes three four one two is the order. But of
1: why go hey you know for this one because it's a prequel let's end it in the moment where Insidious one starts in a clever way. I'd just be like okay why?
0: Yeah, well they they cut off their opportunity to do more prequels in this vein if that's what they wanted.
1: Did they? Seems like they've been ghost hunting for a while.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I I just don't know what the next one would be, and I'm interested. I'm gonna. Wa- I mean, I'm still a fan of the franchise. I don't yeah. think this one did much damage. I thought it was. A, a serviceable entry yeah, it was a serviceable, serviceable entry in a series where I thought they were getting better and I was hoping this one would be like oh my god that was awesome but uh, it was fine I thought Adam Robitel the director did a pretty good job with the scares the scares are really well done mm-hmm. I was like literally jumping um, which I don't usually do uh, It it mostly works those two guys really ruin it. The, the the double twist, which worked the first time, didn't work for me the second time. Yeah. The the third act conclusion didn't work at all for me. Uh, but Lin Shaye carries most of it, and I, I didn't mind the backstory for her. Like usually I'd be like, oh geez, I don't need to know this shit. But like yeah. I was like, okay, this is cool. Um, it it gets it gets the job done. It's not the best in the franchise. Yeah, just okay. Just uh, just an okay one.
1: Yeah. There you go. Insidious. Four, the Last Key is Yes it is It's just okay But still worth your time If you're a fan Did you guys see What did you think Let us know in the comments Or Whatever you're watching this on Listening to it on Why would you watch it
0: Joe and I are gonna We're gonna go spend our next We're gonna take a flight To Japan And go to the Suicide Forest Oh we're gonna, yeah We're gonna do a live it's episode Hilarious video
1: of it. We're gonna
0: like t- Find a corpse And like open its mouth And pretend like it's talking Cause we're, we're audio We can't do video Very stuff Very good Did
1: he do that No. Okay. (laughs) All right. right, right. All I don't know what we're doing next week. We'll figure it out. All right. Thanks for listening. Rate, review the pod on whatever you listen to this on. iTunes would be great. Stitcher, if that's a thing. Um, SoundCloud. You know, just let us know how we're doing. We got to make that letterbox thing. Do you want to set that up? Okay. Maybe. Okay. bye.
2: Bye Bye. Jest serca biciem, pływasz serca biciem. Jasną zimą życiem, jasną zimą życiem. Marzeń moich echem, marzeń moich echem. Winam wiatrem śmiechem, winam wiatrem śmiechem. Ktoś pytał, jak się masz, jak się czujesz. Ktoś z kim rok wojnę grasz? Wyczekujesz. To nocami, ulicami, tramwajami Pod Twe okno mknie, gdzie spotyka mnie Wiosną, są marzeń moich echem, marzeń moich echem, śmiechem